Man, we uh, we had to hit so much stuff today. Like, I'm so tired. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, my brain's there done. Was, we started early, and I'm tired. Yeah, I, we yeah. started early on our recording uh, time today. There was so much happened in the NFL this last week. We didn't even we did not get to all of it. Uh, we wanted to touch on basketball. We stayed there for a little bit today, um, and uh, and then just quickly mentioned that the the Braves are one game away. Everybody, oh, let's go Braves! One game away. Get it done. Um, but uh, man, it was it was good to get everybody back in the saddle. Good to have everybody here. And uh, yeah, listen in. Have a good time with this one. Um, we, uh, we got a sick, uh, stat of the week that Jameson's going to drop on the Lakers. Uh, that was unbelievable. And, uh, we're going to talk about some horrible route running in just a moment. So stick with us and, uh, listen in. Welcome to Sportsify for November 2nd, 2021 with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the show. I am your host, Matt Novak. Returning to the microphone is Grant Hawker alongside me this week. Feels like it's been forever. It's been it like has three been three forever. Weeks for me. Three for you, because we I, I was sick and we, we canceled out the one week. And we were last week. Yep, yeah, you, were, up in Seattle. you were watching way Seattle lose. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit tonight, because uh, you got a cool, cool little story to share. I will. Uh, for I sure from that. I got and, a picture of Kurt Warner. <laughs> yeah, yes. I like that. Yes. Kurt Warner in the flesh was there, so I made sure to send Jameson a picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was I oh yeah, I did see that photo. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. I, I got to see him actually doing the exact same job when I went and watched just the 49ers play the Rams. Perusing the field. Yeah, he there was just go. hanging out with yep. his, you know, silver fox vibe. And uh I, I think that was a Thursday night game back when he was working uh, oh, yeah. working those, but nice. Yeah. We uh we have had a lot going on. Uh it in our lives in the sports world and uh, we're changing it up this week getting you an early episode of the cast um we uh, we want to hit a whole bunch tonight so much has happened in one week and so we're going to apologize to those of you that were hoping for like us talking about the ducks winning by 20 points over colorado or something that ain't going to make the list tonight no that's uh, not really Exciting they won. News. Congratulations. Anthony Brown didn't suck against a terrible team. Woo-hoo. We're also keeping up with uh, the Monday Night Football game right now. It yeah. is 14 yeah. to 10 over the, the Chiefs have the lead currently right now. Giants do have the ball, though. So we'll just keep you updated on that a little bit. Man. By the time you guys hear it, you'll know. It should have it, it it shouldn't be this close. Everybody knows no. that. I think we're all just waiting for the Chiefs to be the Chiefs. I know everybody's down on Mahomes right now. I'm not, because I just traded for him today. <laughs> Um, I sent uh, for those of you uh, who are in the fantasy football realm. I sent Scary Terry and Damian Harris. Uh, Damian Harris got that name right. Um, over for Mahomes and Claypool. Not gonna play Claypool unless I get in a bye week issue. Uh, but I needed to get the points out of the quarterback position. I've been running Cousins, who did great for me for about four or five weeks, and then is just tanked hard the last couple games. Plus, he had a bye. Um, and then, uh, so I've been subbing in Carr, and last week I put in Wentz uh, against the 49ers. So, uh, in that league and I just needed stability. So I was like, forget it. This is a pretty good trade for me. I would not mind having Mahomes. Mahomes has only had less than 19 points once. And that was last week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right now his numbers are okay tonight. Uh, 
Currently, I have him in one of my one of my leagues, and he has like ten points. Yeah, ten points. Yeah, in the third almost quarter. So, I mean, if he rounds out here with another touchdown, about you know another hundred yards, probably likely before the end of the game or close to that. Uh, you know, it's, we're talking at least late teens. It's yeah. a cold 17, Monday 18. night football game in Kansas City. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't expect anything uh, terrible to come of uh, his evening. I, I think he's we're we're projections are currently around 19 points uh, to finish up and yeah should be a good night but anyway we got a ton to get to stuff going on holy cow are we gonna hit a lot this last weekend in football uh, was highlighted by one specific issue <laughs> and that was route running it yes. started Thursday night in the matchup between uh, two of the best teams in the NFL Green Bay uh, travels to Arizona Green Bay hit by the COVID bug Devonta All Adams, their wide not playing. Gone. Lazard, not playing. I'm forgetting the last. Why, uh, was it Scanling? All that Scanling. Yeah, was, was the play. other one not playing? Robert so, Tunyon got hurt in the game. Oh, dear Lord. I think Lord. that was in the third they're quarter. Missing, they're he, missing offensive line. That didn't end up being bad, no, right? ACL, he's ACL. done. He's done? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my that gosh. Like, throw that on the injury report dude, today. I, we got to yeah, hit a little bit him, of. I have him as like my backup tight end, so that, that, oh, that sucked. Oh, Lord. I mean, so in, in the game, the dude has not, not one of his top four targets. In the passing game. And, and it, it was felt. He goes yeah. down in the fourth quarter, gets it done. Uh, Aaron Jones having a nice game. Yes. Uh, but Rodgers throwing to numbers that none of us have ever seen on the field I for the say, Packers. Though, Randall Cobb. That, that, that game. Oh, other than Randall Cobb, sorry. Other yeah, than Randall, Randall Cobb got two of them, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and, and remember when uh, Aaron Rodgers said he wouldn't play for the Packers unless Randall Cobb was there? And look what he's happened. been weirdly productive just because it's his oh, guy and there's so many dude. people missing. It's been his guy missing. for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, seriously, multiple uh, two touchdowns. Where's Jordy? Do, do, do he could come back and catch guys, a couple right now. Do you guys remember when? Uh, oh, why am I just um, when Devonte Adams was lower on the depth chart than Randall Cobb? Yes, yeah. that was a thing. Well, he yeah, also Jordy had a, he had a drops problem early in his career. Yeah, he help, did. Yeah, Devonte Adams. He yeah, he's he's really come alive the last four or five years. But Rodgers goes down the field in the fourth quarter. Uh, gets it done, puts the points on the board. All the defense has to do is stand up. That doesn't happen <laughs> at all. Kyler marches straight down the field. Uh, I mean, in two plays, was at the fifty I mean, yard line. Yeah, he, and they they got the ball at like the ten. Yeah, it was. Summer, they were not. They did not have quick. great field. Didn't they position. have like a third and long inside the ten? Yeah. that mm-hmm. they converted on. And then, yep. then and then a play after, and it was like uh, a twenty yard pass. First play of that drive, which uh, first play of that drive. Which I say he put points on the board. He did earlier, and then he came yeah. back and ended a drive right at the goal line. By the way, my bad. Yeah. Um. And uh, um. Edmonds almost gets a safety put on him. Sticks just for it the out. record. Um, yeah. yeah. Sticks the ball out. Did a great job on his second effort. I, Grant oh, and I were yeah. watching that together. And uh, um, makes it happen. And then Kyler moves him all the way down. They get to close. And uh, they get to close. They get to close. Because uh, I'm not remembering. That is not a, right a field exactly term. where they were. That is not a field term goal. for those of you that and don't whatever. know. Close and is not a marker. Close on the enough field. for this horrible thing to happen. Because this is what did go down. Is Kyler goes back to launch a ball into the corner. He's got AJ Green in a one-on-one, no safety help. Nothing. And AJ Green <laughs> thought that you know Kyler's hand went shaky, shaky, and not floppy, floppy. And all of a sudden, he stops in the middle of the route. And the Packers defender goes, hey, that's a ball. I'm going to catch that. And juggles it into himself. And the game is flipping over. 
Because AJ Green can't tell the difference between shaky, shaky and floppy, floppy. Oh, dude, the funny. And just runs an absolutely stupid route. He ran a dead end route. There's nothing on it. You watch him, his head's down. He claims, I thought it was a running play. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be running the ball from there in that situation. They had a timeout at all. Right. They didn't have a timeout. No one's running the ball, AJ, and And you've been around long enough to know better. Wasn't it by four? So it needed uh, to be a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it had needed, to be a touchdown. Correct. Whatever the score was, it had to be a touchdown. Had to be a touchdown. And so you know the ball has to go to the end zone. And hey, genius, your route is going to the end zone. So Packers catch the ball. Game over. It was Aaron Rodgers comes out looking like a golden <laughs> god. It, it uh, was the weirdest thing because we're all like, "Wait, it, why, why did he do that? Wait, <laughs> the game's over. It's over. Oh." Okay, guys. All right. All right well, go good night. I uh, saw the funniest. Packers saw, win. Hey, the, hey the, the Cardinals lost, so that's good for us. Yeah, I, love, I love that. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. So we were hanging out after the game. I'm just, you know, visiting, talking. And, of course, NFL memes comes out with the perfect meme. And it was this just in. AJ Green announced his retirement midway through his route. <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw that yeah, one. Yeah, that was pretty. That was, that was my favorite pretty one. Of all, the, all the memes that, that came out of that one, that one was my favorite. So, we'll come, AJ Green is retired. Just want to. We'll come back to this one in a moment because there was a tweet that came out over the weekend that I want to discuss very briefly. It was absolute trash. Um, but in, in the other best quarterback in the NFL's game, uh, Tom Brady, the GOAT, um, got the ball left with just under two minutes, needs a field goal to win the game. Tom Brady in this situation wins 90 plus percent of the time. I can't think of games he's lost in that. Exactly. Oh, wait, against the Bears, the fourth uh, down. Titans lead. in the playoffs. Titans in the play. Yes. Yep. And then mm-hmm. also just a regular season game where he where he missed, he didn't know what down it was. That, oh, that meme last yeah, year. Yeah, that like yeah. weird once in a career brain fart for him. Yeah, he was like, Let's, oh, um, it's not fourth down. Oh, okay. That funny meme. <laughs> That's but the only he, time I uh, think of it. He he gets the ball. He's marching down ninety plus percent of the time. Wins it, and you can clearly see Chris Godwin is supposed to take this uh, stop and turn route. That's exactly what it is. So it's basically a chair route over the middle at about twelve to fifteen yards from the line of scrimmage. Uh, pretty standard route uh, in this scenario. Uh, what you tr- what you try and do is get the safeties to move to the outside. Uh, and uh, and then you run the chair over the middle, guessing that uh, your receiver is going to be able to body up the corner and take a quick turn and have the ball there. And be out of bounds, be able to get out of bounds too. Yeah, or, well, not necessarily in this early because well, this was with a minute. There was like a minute and a half. Well, yeah, half left. So you're not well, worried about getting. Yeah, out. but that route is used also in that zone because, like, if you look at the route where he should have done, he was right at the end zone. He was in the. He was on the outside of the hash. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on the outside of the hash. If he grabs it, yes, can turn and get out of bounds. Sure. But likely, you know, you're you know you're making a play on the ball and you're probably going to take a hit here yeah. at some point um, because with their defend, defense stretched just a little bit, that safety is going to be able to come over and make the tackle help all the time. Yeah. But PJ Williams makes a great break on the ball. Godwin edges out and kind of rounds out his route rather than taking it straight like you should on a chair route. For those of you that don't know, you don't ever want to round your routes. You don't want to go Hardly ever. Because what that does is it creates space for a defender to come in if you go farther around. And Brady throws the ball on point. It's a timing route. So Brady has to hit a very specific spot and he knows exactly where he's got to go. He sees Godwin make the break. He aims for the hash. He throws it right where it's supposed to be. Godwin would have definitely had to dive to catch that ball uh, if he was on uh, the path that he's supposed to be on. 
Totally should have, would have, could have. And actually, that's probably the best thing to do there. If he knows low the safety away. may come in, low and away is perfect. And Godwin rounded out the route. PJ Williams steps in, grabs the ball, runs it into the end zone for a pick six. Tom Brady takes a one in 10, one in 11 loss that he just should not take in that situation. And again, because of bad route running. Uh, this two games was, from the two games with some of the greatest quarterbacks. Lose because of the wide receivers. Just bad routes and, and, and heads not in the game. You know, I understand it's the end of a game. Godwin uh, has ran at that point. I, I think I think the Bucks had run around 70-some plays. Totally understand it's been a long game, but you're a paid professional and you literally have to do one thing on this route. You Because it's a straight up run down the field, stop, put your shoulder into the dude, turn and go. That's all it is. There's nothing more complicated, nothing extra here. That's all you got to do. Godwin simply didn't do his job. Makes Tom Brady look like an idiot, um, which, thank goodness, uh, Bruce Arians explained that away pretty well afterwards um, because that's not on Brady. Uh, Jameson and I were talking about this uh, just yesterday, but Tom Brady going into that game had thrown 21 touchdowns and two interceptions, and the, of those dumb. two interceptions, Mike Evans had one of them go off his hands. Uh, and uh, and deflected it straight to a defender. And in the other one, it was a Hail Mary halftime toss. This was Brady the first game up. of the season. Yeah, first so. game of the season. And the dude's been lights out. So, you know, and that ball was perfectly thrown. He was arguably playing, he's arguably playing his best football he's ever played. If you look at his stats, the season that he's threw 50 touchdowns, um, he's actually on pace to break his 50 touchdowns. In Wait, 16 he's, games. He's not 25. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's that's insane, and he's 44 years old. Two five-touchdown games already this season. Yeah. Uh, insane. Had four it's, yesterday, even with the, with the picks. <laughs> so, yeah. like, Which he played like garbage. You could I mean, well, his count, team was playing like garbage up until the second half. You could definitely count it as a fifth. He threw, a t- he <laughs> he threw <laughs> to someone who got to the end zone. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, that's totally true. The funny thing <laughs> is, though, like the Saints, especially since he's been in Tampa Bay, the Saints, you know, playing them twice a year now, yeah. have kind of given him the most fits. Right. Uh, and the Saints team is also season, legit. So, which I would say that's the that's the best coach in the division. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. It, it, if you can Sean Payton's best coach, in if the you division. can insert Trevor Simeon and, and <laughs> right? win and a football game versus Tom Brady dude. and the defending champs, like, and and we and, and we'll just hit it right now. Uh, he mentioned Trevor Simeon came in uh, because of a bush league tackle um, by Devin White from the Buccaneers, uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, gets grabbed from behind. He clearly grabs the pads, pulls him down. Again, that is the definition of a horse collar tackle. If you've never seen that or don't remember that being called football, just go ahead and Google that one. Watch uh, the definition of it. Um, I will say this isn't the worst one I've ever seen, but as a defender, you know you can't grab those pads. And Devin White didn't just grab the pads. He grabbed them in a certain manner where he put weight on a Jameis Winston's back, dragged him down and buckled his knee, tore his ACL. He is gone for the year. <sighs> Along with it, most likely uh, their season there. Um, I, I do expect and my now, dark horse MVP prediction. <laughs> yes, that's LASIK true. Jameis revenge tour oh, canceled. So sad so, for you. Yeah, it looks so good in week one. I'm just saying, if <laughs> and I, I picked him up if for I, my. Uh, if I had gotten week. that right, I would never let anybody hear the end of it. If I had for 
oh, some yeah. reason gotten this James Winston. You, you would have gone back and pulled this episode and downloaded it and just played it as your ringtone, bro. I would have put it put it on a t-shirt. Print the wave file on your tombstone. Yeah, yeah I would put on a t-shirt. That would have been the alert for the Sportsified yes. podcast uh, tech text message group that yeah. we have. Yes. The uh, but just super sad for Jameis Winston. Dude finally gets an opportunity to lead a team. Um and uh, and now three he's, three interceptions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, games, he, I mean, he wasn't that's, that's he, quite a contrast to throwing thirty. I mean, you just time. watched him beat your Seahawks last week. Okay, you know, um, thirteen that, to why, ten. Yeah. Why? Is, why? The, that I was mean, last week. Okay, you were bringing that. up things, that, accomplishments, and that was an accomplishment from no, this year. Okay, that, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. The, the, sure. the Jameis okay. MVP okay. doesn't okay. happen without that win. Okay, that's true. Okay, Gotta is get it those really tough an, road wins? Is exactly. It, is it really an, an accomplishment to beat the Seahawks at that that way? Uh, no, it's not an accomplishment. Seahawks defense. It's is an it's in a level garbage. of accomplishment. Maybe not a significant one no, at this point. That was, a, that was a dumpster game, game by the way. Dave. That was a dumpster game. Yeah, we spent a lot Believe of time me, talking about the spent, dumpster games that we I had spent, to watch last uh, week. I spent money to be there. It was definitely <laughs> a dumpster game. But te- okay, go ahead and since we're here, tell everybody what happened when you went to the game. You got yeah. a you got a signature that I you did. have been waiting for your whole life. I've been waiting for it from off. So this the stadium opens up about two hours before the game. And so this is my sixth game I've been to. So I, I knew that by that point. Um, so I showed up around 3.15, got in line. And what you can do, you can go down to the base, like the base floor down by the field um, and just watch them work out because they're there at two hours early. They're out there running routes, doing stuff, um, running plays, like doing all kinds of stuff. It's all, it's all individual warmups, though. And so I also know that if you go to the entrance where they walk in, they will sign autographs when they go inside to change for, for their, you know, their pads and stuff like that. And I thought to my head, I'm like, you know what? Russell Wilson is injured. He might actually spend some time doing autographs. He doesn't do a whole lot for the games that I've gone to. He does, like, you know, maybe four or five. That's about it. But he was injured. And so he spent, he spent some time. And so I frantically, I, was, I, I, was, I wasn't wearing my Russell Wilson jersey, but I had it with me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I, 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 Chrissy was holding it. And I grabbed it. And I'm like, holy, oh, my gosh. So he started signing stuff. But he's on the other side. But then he came over to my side where I was at, and I was right. I was right there on the rail, and I was able to get Russell Wilson's autograph in the minute I grabbed it. I like my hands were shaking. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I've been <laughs> like, I, I've 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 gotten other cool autographs before. I have Pete Carroll's, Bobby Wagner's, Jim Zorn, the very first Seahawks uh, quarterback. But like getting Russell Wilson's, like this is the best player we've ever had. And oh, oh my gosh, I have that. Uh, the, there's so much money I have in my hands right now. Frame. <laughs> Yeah, so frame that is, that, that you is don't wear framed. this one. Yeah, no, I I, I jokingly told my wife I was like, well, I know we're gonna need another Wilson jersey that I can wear. Darn, oh, bummer. Darn, I gotta get my favorite Christmas. player's jersey yeah. again. I have to get it again. So yeah, it, that it thing was, is getting framed. It was looking a little bit worn. I mean, you you've worn it. Oh yeah, for I've quite had that thing for like though. three yeah. years. Yeah, so, I mean, thankfully it's also the super. It was a super expensive one. It's all the stitching. It's for real. It wasn't like a like yeah, a. Yeah. So now now it just looks game worn. There you go. That's you right. Know, that's right. It's right off his back. But no, I mean, that was so that was super cool. That was super awesome. Uh, so yeah, that is my my pride and joy. So say, that made the trip all worth it. You yeah. might want to wait to buy another Russell Wilson jersey until he gets uh, traded to Miami. Okay. Yeah. Come on. To, right. Come on. Football. Whatever. Come on. That's what? not happening. <laughs> what? That's not happening. I'm do, just joking. I do kind have of. some questions, though. I, that is I mean, wishful, my, going wishful in my thinking head, on a Rams fan. Speaking of speaking of quarterback carousels. Uh, NFL trade deadline is coming up tomorrow. Yeah. And there are plenty of rumors out there. Uh, you got to wonder. I mean, I, I don't think Jameis Winston going down triggers anything no. for the Saints. 
They've got Taysom Hill. Uh, he did not play because he had not practiced for that game. Well, he was still clearing concussion protocol. And he was clear. Well. Yes, and yeah. he was clearing concussion protocol. So he he wasn't able to practice. Was I meant to say? My bad. Um, and uh, Taysom though, I will be this next week, presumably moving into starting reps. Trevor Simeon will take those duties if he's unable. Um, but I don't think anything more than a practice squad quarterback is due here. Um, but uh, some other things could be going on uh, where you see some traction or some movement. I have heard uh, from all over the place in multiple outlets and sources, this might be the last time we get to say Cam Newton doesn't have a job. Uh, this week, if teams yeah. are not able to make a push during the trade deadline, uh, there are some teams expected to go out and take a shot uh, at Cam Newton uh, to reinforce their quarterback position uh, a little bit. There's different teams kind of teetering uh, and have been with him for a while. Um, you know, certainly uh, Miami, uh, you have to think is a possibility if they're unable to make a trade. Uh, they're sitting there with uh, Jacoby Brissett, who is so far, we, we were really hopeful uh, for him. Everybody loves Jacoby, uh, but he is not impressed as he has played um, and could end up being a casualty of his own demise, to be honest, uh, down there in Miami. But uh, there could be some movement. There's been a ton of talk about a Deshaun Watson trade this last week. Um, uh, most mean, recently, people, they're even saying that like it's it's happening. They're just figuring out the details. We've but heard most that. recently, the Texans have said we're okay with not doing this right now. Like trade they know their season's is over. Just about here, so yeah. there's no reason to rush it. Right there, there isn't. I mean, there is nothing that they're going to get that right now at this point that they couldn't get in the off season. Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. They're they're on the hook for all the money. Uh, for the season anyway. Um, and uh, if this whole situation gets cleared up, uh, because he is not currently um, headed towards jail, uh, if it does get cleared up and the lawsuit stuff goes away and there are not actual files or charges suspension. filed, yeah, he may get a detrimental to the league four game or something like that, but any team is going to be willing to trade for him if that's the scenario. You're looking at a anywhere between a two and six game uh, suspension from the league. So, We'll see what happens there. It doesn't look like that's going to go down, but you could see Cam Newton getting a job. Like I said, you're hearing it all over I mean, the place. I've been hearing Saints. Um, that's what a couple and experts could kind of make sense, but I just think that's Taysom's job. I don't for I don't, who again uh, for Cam. Oh, what I saw is uh, was somebody made a pretty good point. You have Taysom and you have Cam Newton, both who kind of have the same skill set, if you will. Right, but one of them already knows the system. Right. And has known it for yeah, and years. then is also a guy who can kind of stay out of the media in a way. Right, yep. So it's like there's not really he doesn't bring in the distraction that unless you're be really committed to running whatever offense Taysom might have, and you want to have Taysom insurance. There's nothing that Cam's gonna bring. I'm not, and I'm not saying that Taysom is great, by the way. Like when right. people were saying that Taysom was the savior for he's the a, Saints when Drew Brees went out, I was like, one. yeah, that's what um, he is. So I was like. But I did agree with yeah. with some of that talking. Like, don't even bother. Just yeah, keep your guy in there. I, I do too. But I, I, part of me wonders though. I mean, so here here'd be a, here'd pose an interesting question because if Cam Newton's a backup, you got to think that you have one of the better backups in the league. Probably, does he get much of a spotlight as the backup? Cam Newton creates the. Spotlight. I, I know. I know he yeah. creates the spotlight, but I'm just wondering, like. I'm just curious if I'm, if I'm a team who's desperate it, for a quarterback. If, if Taysom has a bad week right now, no one's going, Trevor Simeon, come on, bring on Trevor Simeon. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Taysom Hill has a bad game and Cam Newton's on the roster, you're going to hear the bell clang. Yeah, you will. You know, it, I mean, Hoodat Nation is going to get very loud. Oh my gosh! And start asking want... obnoxiously. <sighs> That's for... all I you heard know. after the game. You don't have to tell me how way. annoying Hoodat Nation is because yeah. even when we beat them fair and square in the NFC the Championship, Rams. oh, on the worst call of all time. Yeah, <laughs> we beat them fair and square. <laughs> all I heard was people crying. The worst non-call of all time. Hey, we we For set sure. it up to where now we can challenge pass interferences, so you're welcome. Yeah, I think you did that, quote-unquote, you did that as a way to justify the uh, um, horrible thing that happened after the fact. I mean, it just made everybody feel better. Bro, like, you gotta oh, admit, yeah, that's a that garbage was really call. bad. Oh, it, was, it was absolutely <laughs> bad. Okay, I'm just saying, I admit the fail Mary is an absolute disaster. Yes. Yeah. I so mean, is that no call? Yes. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, it was is. the worst it thing is. I've ever seen. But he said with a smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Hey. Isn't I mean, that the worst thing you've ever seen? Your you, boys won. Just desserts. They played in the boringest Super Bowl of all time and lost. <laughs> that's very that's you fair. Know, there's that. So. The best day of my life accompanied a few weeks later by the worst day of my life. <laughs> yeah. So. We couldn't score one flipping touchdown. We also had Jared Goff. That's true. And we got outcoached by Ugh. the greatest coach. We're not going to waste any time talking about that guy today. Um, <laughs> well, going back to the Seahawks and some good route running. Uh, DK Metcalf DK. this weekend, six grabs, two touchdowns. Tyler Lockett, 12 catches, 142 yards from Geno Smith. Uh, the Seahawks bounced back with a good win over a bad Jaguars team. It was good a for com- them. It was a complete win. I will say that though. It it better be against that team. Yeah, oh yeah. I, p- I picked up Seattle's defense. I did too. Yeah, and they got me a good <laughs> chunk too. of points. So that, no, that that was pretty nice. Uh, quick note: uh, pin has been removed from Russ's hand. He tweeted uh, that earlier, like four hours ago. Yeah, they're going into uh, they're, they're going into bye week this week. Correct. Yep. And uh, he will be back perfect to play against the Packers. That's a perfect time for a bye uh, if there ever was one. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Thank no, you, it Lord. worked out. I, I think it worked out perfectly for the progression that they were hoping he'd be in. Uh, and this is exactly the right timing. So uh, I did hear though you, it is crunch time though. Like they're really oh, have you have to, to, you have to oh, yeah. turn up like right now. Yeah, you got through. I mean, and 49ers I know, got him. three and four. And the, dear Lord, do we got a lot of work to do? <laughs> yeah. Um you know, you guys got three wins and you got a ton of work to do as well. But we've so. had almost none of our cupcake games. We just our first one was this Jaguars yep. one. And as we long have as you guys coming. can outpace Atlanta and like those kinds of teams, that's yep. kind of who you're fighting against for that last that's, playoff spot. That, yeah. See, 49ers are gonna be in the same boat. 49ers got two really tough games left. Um, and they're going to be back-to-backers. When do you guys play next Seahawks Niners? Uh, it's the end of the season-ish. Right? Season. It might come down to that game. It, it totally could. Yeah, it totally like, could. In but, all honesty. Um, the, uh, but there's good progress being made. I, I Again, touching on the point that Russ has uh, made that. And then uh, if you are a Tyler Lockett owner, um, you are going to be super excited to see Russ back on the field. We were all surprised that Tyler had a good week this week. I think he, that he cleared, what, uh, was it 20 points? I think he hit right out about 20 points Lockett? this week. Um, Lockett did, I mean, yeah. Probably. 12 catches for 142. Well, yeah, so if he hits, well, if he hits 14, he hits four, about 14 points just on the yeah. yards alone. Yeah, so if you're, if you're in a half-point PPR like most of us are at this point, um, then you know, yeah, you're, you. you're clipping six points uh, for all your catches. You were then. loving those 12 catches if you're in a full-pointer. Um, but Russ will certainly continue that uh, trend, if you will, for Lockett. Uh, also getting some solid routes in, including a lightning fast post route over the top of a safety who had crashed in on a route 
with 15 seconds on the clock. Uh, if you don't understand what that means, safeties, uh, when it's towards the end of a half, especially, and they're just trying to protect from a touchdown, they're supposed to go backwards, not forwards. Play prevent um, defense. And there was this, yeah, there was this very nice, <laughs> there was this very nice uh, safety uh, for the Bears, who clearly didn't know his job, ran in to go hit Charlie Warner. You know, big big receiving threat uh, <laughs> on the blocking tight end uh, at about a, on a 15 yard route. Debo Samuel breaks loose, catches One, the ball on the four yard line. Ish six catches for 171 Ooh, yards. Big day. Help the Niners. When is he not this season? Uh, seriously. Now, we're going to get to that in just a second. Uh, bounce back. Uh, Niners get the 33-22 win over the Bears. Uh, Jimmy G had an awesome day as well. Just the quick mention. It t- tallies over 300 yards. Did not have a passing touchdown. though. Uh, another play from Debo in the third quarter ended up getting called back. But Jimmy ran two touchdowns in. Uh, this week. Yeah, Very when I saw abnormal. that, I was like, that's not normal. One of them was on a broken play that Debo was supposed to run in, and Alex Mack actually went to snap the ball and missed the count. And so he, uh, Jimmy just kind of stops Debo right in front of Alex. They get the ball, and this is on, I think, the three or four yard line, something like that. And then Jimmy acts like he's optioning and starts running to the side. The defensive end crashes on Debo, and he pushes Debo into the defensive end and then just runs up and dives into uh, the end zone to finish it out. But it was uh, it was a good win uh, for the Niners. I said I had a stat to share. Um, this was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I did not... I had no idea that uh, it was anywhere near this. Um, but Debo yesterday broke a Jerry Rice record. He did. I saw that. He did. Oh, oh yeah. He broke the seven-game record um, for receiving yards uh, for 49ers. Uh, Rice had 781 yards for his first seven games in 1986. Debo yesterday uh, with his 171 went up to 819 through his first seven games this season. Uh, breaking Anytime you break a Jerry Rice record of any sort, it's... <laughs> yeah. It is obviously incredible. Yeah. Um, it was an. I'll be straight honest with you guys. I know I said I wasn't going to spend a ton of time on on Seahawks Niners because they were playing deadbeats yesterday. Um, not that you know the Bears are, were complete deadbeats at that point. Um, but uh, I in the third quarter, I was sitting in my house and I was frustrated as could be. The defense couldn't make stops, and I'm just watching the 49ers just suck it up. Stupid holding penalty, you know, other dumb penalties get us into a third and 20. And I'm out loud saying, what the crud? We're going to lose to the flipping bears. Oh, dude. You I'm know, getting so mad. Do you know how ha- like how funny that would be? my mind, just yelling at the TV. Bosa keeps coming in and letting fields run around him. I'm watching all these just stupid mental miscues, bad tackling. And then we get to this third and 20 and I'm just like, Jimmy's been keeping us in this game the whole day, and now he's in a third and 20. Jimmy can't even get it done because the freaking team keeps getting all these penalties called on him, and I'm just, we're going to lose the Bears. Why in the world do we suck this bad? I was, And then Jimmy turns and throws the ball to Debo, and he says, Ostamaniana to the Bears defense and breaks out for 84 yards. You know what's crazy? I was just looking at, uh, because in general, obviously, as we've been talking about route running, a lot of receivers this year are having really good years. Debo has 819 receiving yards. Over half of those are yak yards. Yards after yes. catch. He has 416 yards after catch. He is the yak monster of the NFL. So just get him the ball. 
Let him go. I watched five guys hit Debo to make a tackle yesterday, and he was still standing. Like it was, it was a, just a quick little seven yard route. He out might to the be right. the most aggressive receiver yeah. in football right now. Oh, I and I, uh, aside from really obviously my boy, because I love watching my Rams receiving core. I hate the Niners, but I love watching Russ throw a deep ball, and I love watching Debo catch a ball and just and do whatever it there, is he does it is, with it. It is so much fun. I one one great or entertaining thing about watching. You, everybody's got different stuff with their own team, like. You guys obviously have the Rams have some dynamic receivers and it's super fun to watch. Jalen Ramsey will come up and make some big plays. Those are fun to watch. I watched him break through um, in a, in a game last. I think that was last week where he, he busted past a blocker and broke up a screen and just smeared some dude in yep. the backfield. I mean, just you know, those guys are fun to watch. They're electric. You know, the receivers obviously in Seattle are fun to watch. Russ is one of the best players to watch in the NFL always. Uh, Bobby Wagner super fun to watch. Uh, it makes tons of great plays, but Still I love, at an elite level, by the way, just want to throw that out yes, there. Yes, he is. I love watching both George Kittle and Debo get the ball and just wreck people's worlds. It's so much fun. I also love watching George Kittle block. Um, maybe not as much as I like watching juice block. You guys should go out. There's a highlight yesterday. Uh, a uh, Eli Mitchell is running the ball off to the left side. Juice comes in motion. And uh, I think his Ayuk sets this defender up. Juice comes through and shoulder swats him and pancakes him to the ground just with his hands, turns, takes out a corner on the second level. Mitchell springs for 24 yards before he gets caught from the side. It was absolutely hilarious. And you see Juice in the background while Eli's getting tackled downfield, just laughing his head off with his hands up in the air. And it reminds you of what Kittle does all the time, which is, yeah, I love watching Kittle block as well. But anyway... A lot of fun. I, I I think that's a fun element though to what the 49ers do is they just they catch the ball and go. So I just uh, out of curiosity, I just looked up. So um something interesting. So the 2019 wide receiver draft class, top three so the some of the best ones, they ate on Sunday. Debo Samuel, 171 yards. Yep. AJ Brown had 150 10 catches, 155 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf had his two touchdowns. Some of these top receivers in the 2019 draft class, they ate. Those are, those are three of probably the best six or seven, I'd say, uh, receivers, about seven in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, and you, know, uh, you want to something really funny? Always. Uh, Nikhil Harry was drafted before all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Just thought uh, I'd uh, all the more reason, that out everybody there. Loves all that the more one. reason to just not draft players in general and just buy people. Oh, my know? gosh. Whatever. Yeah, we'll get whatever. to that later. <laughs> all right. Well, um, let's talk about some of the unexpected stuff uh, from this past week. Uh, the Broncos today shocked the world. Already go. shy linebackers, by the mm. way. Remember, they signed two last week. Traded Vaughn Miller to the Rams. Uh, Jameson, what was the haul? I, I'm trying to remember. What was, it, it was two a second round and a third round in 2022. 2022. Okay, so this next yeah. year. And so you guys have zero picks in the first three rounds now? Yeah. Who, who are we going to get in the first three rounds is going to do anything that Von Miller could do for us in the Super Bowl this year? Ooh, yeah. That's if you and win, bro. This year, Oh, this year, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly, exactly. When first you're in win-now mode, I had a whole rant prepared, but I'm going to save time because we have a lot to do today. <laughs> As a fan of the Blazers and the Rams, one of my teams, the Blazers, suffers from mediocrity. And just not taking those yes. big heavy hitters to try to actually win. 
Yes. Get to a Western Conference championship, get swept by the Warriors, don't do anything else, continue losing the first and second round. Meanwhile, the Rams, since McVay's been the coach, make these big moves, get rid of your draft picks, get proven players now, basically let other teams draft for you, and then give them your future picks, and then go in and try to win games. And win games they have. He's the youngest coach to get to 50 wins. He has the fifth best winning percentage in the last 90, 40 years uh, for a, an NFL head coach. Obviously, we didn't win the Super Bowl, but we made a Super Bowl. And when we're in win-now mode, I'd rather try to win now than be like, oh, well, that second or third can mean something. We have to develop those players. Uh, give me Von Miller, because I want to win this year. So I, I get the win-now portion of that. I will also say what is... Uh, what shows the value of those picks is that the Broncos are paying, uh, I believe it is nine point. They're paying nine million. Nine million dollars. Nine point seven. Yeah, they are paying nine million dollars for a second, and third round pick. They're also in rebuild mode. They, I mean, they are ish. They they, they are ish. That that's a team who who by the way I, think technically they're in third place, right in in the division. I think Still, so. Correct. Yeah. So even with the win yesterday. Uh, I think they're in third place, but um, but they got four wins. They're not a bad team right now. It's the, it's not their a good quarterback team right now. The, they don't have a quarterback to get them over anything. Right, right. and and I, and I get it. Love Second you, and third uh, round picks in the NFL are at a premium, but they paid nine million dollars for those two picks. That shows you the value of those picks and what it means. They also knew that they weren't going to be re-signing Von Miller to anything, yeah. and so this for those of you Bronco fans who might be listening. Genuinely, I think it's uh, I good think, for both. I know you're sad, and you are, but you should be yeah. glad that you got what you got out of it. This dude uh, got you a Super Bowl. Um, genuinely, Super uh, Bowl MVP. Yeah, and uh, and and is one of the best defensive players in the history of your franchise. Um, and I think this was a respectful Hall move. of Famer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Yo, yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Uh, for, for a second, you gave a look, and I was like, uh, "Bro, yep. are we gonna?" Well, no, no, we're not gonna do that one today. Um, <laughs> but. But genuinely, uh, you know, it's it's a good move. I obviously for both teams, it makes sense. I would just, I'm a believer in continuing your winning ways. The Rams seem to have no desire to win in 23 and 24 at this point. Uh, we have our guys locked in. Made. You, yes, some yes, of them. Some of them. But what is going to continue to happen as we watch in this last off season is they're going to continue to lose depth. And that depth is going to get weaker and weaker. And then the mighty shall crumble because teams that do not have draft picks do not end up winning in the long run. And that uh, is that is the, the NFL the way. Washington back in the day of Redskins took on the same thing in the 70s and 80s. They took on the they, they took on the same ish of type thing. Not drafting anybody. They, and that's when they won three Super Bowls. Well, Joe Gibbs. Um also that was when you could that, that was when you could win games. Um, with defense, <laughs> you can no longer do that apparently in the NFL. Um, I mean, people are like, "Wait, what are you talking about? The team with the best defense in the in the NFL won the Super Bowl last year." Calm down, kids. They also had a fantastic offense. <laughs> uh, historically speaking, that was not one of the better defensive teams in the history of the NFL. Uh, so while it front. was a good team last year. It was not necessarily a good team in the history of the NFL when it comes yeah. to defense. And it took them a while to get there. And it took a long stinking while, and it took the GOAT deciding to play for them before that was all effective. And yeah. it worked the way that it should, because 
what the goat does is it keeps the defense off the field and energized. Yeah. Um, and they were also young and good. And Devin white was an awesome grab and steal. But uh, all that said, Von Miller is gone and you know, good move right now for the Rams. We'll see how it plays out for the future. Uh, I think, I think the winner of this trade in the long run is definitely the Broncos to me um, because you're saving yourself almost $10 million in salary uh, go next, next year um, that you were not going to be able to pay this guy that he will command on the market, especially after what JJ Watt did in this off season. It showed that uh, defensive pass rushers in their 30s still have value, especially when they're still in their early 30s. Yeah, this isn't Vaughn the corpse, turn 33 this isn't until the corpse of Von year. Miller. It's no, not the prime no, no. of Von Miller, but when you're, no, he's, he's asked to be, you know, the third or fourth best guy on that defense. Yes. And he I can mean, be. And, and remember, people, you're putting Von Miller next to Aaron Donald. That's <laughs> Aaron what you Donald. just did. And so, and so for the for the Rams this year, great trade. In the long run, I think it's a better trade for the Broncos. Um, because that leaves question marks for the Rams to figure if we out. Win a Super Broncos, Bowl, not so much. We won a Super Bowl. I no don't care what happens. And you're you're going to complain in, in two run, years when your team's sitting there looking up in the NFC West going, dang it, I remember when we were that good. <laughs> we're going to have Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods in an offensive line minus Whitworth in But you're going to have to pay some of these fools. You're going to have to pay them. Cooper Cup dollars. I mean, like real Woods, dollars. Woods isn't going to stay around just like Woods how, is not. Woods will not be on Woods that team in two years. No. Well, and it's, it's, it's the same thing that's going to happen with the Seahawks. Lockett's All I'm going to say gonna is when they pay every DK, year, I've heard this gone. every year since 2016, 17, yeah. whatever. Oh, next year, you guys are going to be this. All I'm saying, it's not proven long term, but it's also not going to not work. We just don't know. I, and that's what I'm saying. It leaves question marks to answer, which makes it a better trade for the Broncos well, and, 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 and probably all, in the long run right now. It's all about perspective. It's, it's all about the perspective. And winning teams and are going to do different for, things than losing teams. So obviously this makes yeah. more sense and, and, in this and that's, situation. Yeah, and that's a totally valid argument to make because this is, a, this is the type of move that a winning team can afford to make. Yeah. It absolutely is. I think what we're all questioning and what the football world questions is how many of these moves can you make before it burns you and, I, and I've been saying all along that each of these moves is just another step. Another step you towards mediocrity. You guys are still paying Todd Gurley millions another, of dollars. Yes. And, and, and there's I think things you're still like that. Him like next By the way, years. there's still $5 million under the cap right now, which is weird. And it also says that you guys are headed towards signing somebody. Because you have $5 million just sitting there for nothing right now, which uh, makes Seahawks no sense. have $13 million. Which makes right no now. sense. Yeah, that, I'll say that again. Well, and the, the funny thing is, too, because we were talking last week about I didn't like getting rid of Kenny Young, but I feel like something was coming. This is not what I expected at all. No, <laughs> like no, oh. but it created the roster spot. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Hey, well, there you go. You cleared up seven hundred thousand yeah, to pay." That uh, is true. We did talk about how they got rid of him. We're like, "What are they gonna do?" Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I don't like wait, this. Wait a minute, no, hold sad. on. Didn't you trade them to him to, hit, the hit to the Broncos? Yeah. Hmm. Swap collusion, <laughs> people. There was collusion. Yeah. No, <laughs> when, no collusion. When 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 you you texted that this morning. So I I I've been sick, not feeling super good. I've been up. I've been I was up all night last night with stuffy nose. That yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. By the way, we're moving right now. Um. And so. <laughs> yeah. And so when you sent that text, I legit thought that I was still kind of in like a fever dream or something. When you sent that. Oh, that like was a nightmare morning. for you. I, well, I was like, <laughs> yeah, poor Russ. By the way, he's gonna break his other hand. But like, I was like. What I was so I was so confused because I was like kind of in and out of sleep all all night. So I'm like, is this a weird dream? Why is why is Von Miller not with the Broncos? It felt it really is weird. It like, is going to be extremely odd to see him, and apparently he is going to be wearing number forty with the Rams. Huh, yeah, that was a uh, that was what he wore in college. Crazy legs. Oh, Remember okay. that guy I was talking about? 
Crazy, crazy legs. legs Hirsch. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, his yeah. number. He got he got the blessing to wear Crazy Legs that's number. Fair. Yep, that's a throwback. To that a is few the Rams tweeted ago. that three hours ago. Also, just you know, uh, Von Miller has four and a half sacks, nineteen combined tackles this year. Those are his stats. Yeah, he was right he now. all also out two games. Hasn't he been out? I think he missed a, a couple games. I, I think. Can yeah. Look. Yeah, I can't remember um, off the top of my head. And I have too as many we're looking that up, I'm going to move down the list here. Um, I would like to say it doesn't look um, like it. Looks like he he played. In, okay, he, I he I know he left at least one game early. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, so just, that's my bad. I'm just looking at his stat lines. He has uh, stats in every game. But uh, I would like to say R.I.P. to the Titans season and my yeah. fantasy team and mine too. Dang and it. one of mine. <laughs> uh. The Titans did win against the Colts in overtime, 34-31 this week, but it came at a high, high cost. Hey, Warner, no. The, the highest, uh, the highest was, cost. Uh, yeah. Derrick Henry, the best running back in the NFL, uh, fell prey to what is called uh, a Jones fracture in his right foot. Uh, he is out indefinitely. The team has signed Adrian Peterson in a corresponding move. Uh, placing him on the IR, uh, Derrick Henry. Placing a goat with a goat. Uh, <laughs> not, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, the Titans uh, didn't list the timetable here, but they said he would be out indefinitely. A Jones I, fracture. Six to ten weeks is what. Yeah, six is insanely yeah. Eight, hopeful. It was a number that I floated or uh, soft floated. I'm. I'm if, okay, yeah, so for running back, get the happy for those medium. of you that are unaware of what this injury is, this is the fifth metatarsal on your foot. So it's the outside of his right foot. Um that is where he pivots the most. So I'm going to say for a running back, this is a different injury. And I, six weeks is insane. He's not coming back in six. Uh, eight is possible. What is most likely here is that he makes it back in time for a possible playoff run. Yeah. And, and that is the scenario. I think the Titans are clearly in the driver's seat in the AFC South. They're, they're in first place right now. Um, yeah, yep. and, and got a win despite not having him on the field the, uh, uh, for portions of the game there uh, this weekend. And clearly he was not himself once he got hurt. Um, because he did not put we up. We were looking Derek at Henry those stats numbers. and we're like, we're getting, how we're getting pissed. That's what was happening. We we're getting pissed. He had right now. sixty-four yards. Sixty-eight. By 68. the way, he had okay. twenty-eight rush inter- attempts, sixty-eight yards, averaging only Tw- two. how many rush attempts? Twenty-eight. Yeah, it was bad. Oh my god! Just so um, to put that in perspective, I didn't even know that he had twenty-eight rushing attempts and clipped one hundred and thirteen yards the previous week. Well, no, this is just another game. Look at all Lord. these games. I just. Usually when he clips so around 30, he has well over 110 yards. Definitely gone for the fantasy season. You can just write that out. Uh, he is done for fantasy. Now they can still potentially survive for the playoffs. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, am, I mean, A.J. Brown Julio. Yeah, I mean, yep. they're, they're going to get ran over by the Rams next week. I, I the injury, in I you know what? <laughs> but, I don't knock on wood because I hope they get murdered. But well, yes. uh, but they do play the Texans, the Jaguars, yeah. the Dolphins, and the Texans again at some point in their Holy schedule. Holy cow! So they can as Those long as Julio games. stays in yeah. games. Yeah, they, they can and, survive. And we had we had said this team could probably win this game with ten or eleven wins. Um, right now the Colts are the competition in the division as the Jaguars and the Texans. Are going to find the bottom of the basement uh, of the you know the NFL here once again. Uh, those two teams seem to find it regularly year to year. But uh, the Colts are the competition, and they did what they needed to against the competition this week. Yep, that's that gets you the tiebreaker uh, against them. So I they're in the driver's seat. They still got two uh, Pro Bowl wide receivers. 
They've got a defense that's playing pretty stinking good. I don't get me wrong. The Colts put up 31, but that includes overtime. And that also uh, is a healthy offensive line, which we have said that's the key to success mm-hmm. many times over for the Colts. Um, and they're well, healthy when, right when, now when, it's he- well. when it's healthy, that's probably the best. Probably, uh, probably second Dallas. to the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, top three, if, top three. Right. And we were surprised to see that they were only the seventh best line, statistically speaking, last year. I think that had as much to do with injuries as it did. Sure. Or much more to do with injuries than yeah. it did with their actual play. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they can win games. Wentz, we thought, was going to be down for the count. Dude bounced back from double sprained ankles. That was like a though, robotic ankle. Dear something. Lord, that was one of the worst plays I've ever seen. Yeah, there's that. The one in the end, like the... Yeah, where he well, frantically threw... Here's the thing. You either Bro do that... no chill. Or it's a safety. They get two points and the ball back. So of the terrible things that could happen, that's probably the best St- of the uh. options. Because then was, they they get the ball back and then they score right. and it goes into overtime. No, nah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, I, well, it, but it was neither it was of those a, things should have happened. No, good no, but scenario. I'm saying like he should like he held on to it too long to be in that situation in the first place. Uh, yeah, no, well, he, it was. Like, no one's saying that Wentz is good. I think. I <laughs> like, think. But I know. I think to your point though, you're you're basically saying, look, he put himself in a bad spot and then and then put himself in an even worse spot. <laughs> and yeah. Put himself like, in an I even swear, worse like, position. Like I swear, like when I was watching this, I'm like, yeah. Holy crap, this man's brain cells all flew out with him. Like, like, like we gotta win, we gotta win, we gotta win. Bacon. I smell bacon. Well, I oh like, no, we gotta win. I was like, cause cause yeah, I mean he was getting attacked. He's like, let me just chuck this. Like, are you insane? Like throw have it you, into the ground. Have like, you ever seen I don't like, know. Have you ever like been uh I mean you do this probably with your dog, okay? So like like I'm I'm making the bacon joke, but like Warner, uh, Warner here can get distracted pretty easily. Yes, and even when there's a very simple task, okay, like if he if he sees his bowl of food and it's off in the distance, let's say, Warner's like food, 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 food. But then if something happens and he sees an opportunity, like let's just say a random cat, and he sees that on his way, dude's gone. That cat's dead. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> That is what Warner just became about. What do you think and Warner, I think what, what genuinely think happened in the middle of that play. Uh, stop trying to get the dog to talk into a microphone. Um, <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to what, defend himself. He was speaking of getting distracted in the middle of the play. Um, but like what happened to Wentz there was clearly one of those situations where he had an obvious directive. He knew he needed to do, quote unquote, his job. And the dude went into hero mode as soon as he saw something yeah. and became incredibly opportunistic. It just looked like a move that he would have made in his first year. Yeah. yeah. And and Wentz well, he was is better prone. back then. <laughs> <laughs> also, honest. that's because he was script player. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. When he first started in the NFL, he stuck to the script. And then he got good at improvising. I got him an MVP. And Without then he... No, it didn't. And, he would have won MVP that season. Would have won, yes. But he didn't. But uh, but he got good at improvising. Um, so, yes, my bad. Man, I'm all over the map today. Um, but uh, it's it's because we're doing this so early. That's what it has yeah. to be. But genuinely, he goes and makes the improvisation, does stuff, and and I, you've seen this uh, from Wentz, and I think it's what makes us all struggle to call him a good quarterback is that he just puts himself in bad situations that oftentimes lead to a no win. Here, uh, it didn't cost him a game. He got pretty lucky, but uh, um. In the in the end, you know they end up taking the L, not necessarily because just of this play, not just the play, yeah. And uh, and but it just shows the kind of quarterback that he is. He's just not going to get your team to another level. That offensive line, however, it will. Yeah. And if he can just learn to rely on the five dudes in front of him and allow them to make holes uh, and give him throwing lanes, 
yeah, they're going to be fine. He well, just and, needs to knock and this, this stuff is a, off. This is a team that doesn't revolve around their quarterback. No. Like, no. they can win games with him throwing for 270 yards and a touchdown. If they, if they if can they win average, those games. I, I'm, I'm just, if they average 24 points a game for the rest of the year, that offense can just get to 24. Make that the goal. And he can throw for less than 35 times in each of those yeah. games. They will probably win. What are we at here? What's their record? Um, They're three, three and five. five. They're three and five. That team, I, I'm, I'm Wild just card. saying, of the next nine, they could easily. I, I mean, they, they could easily go. They, they could be a ten win team here if you'll just. Yeah. Knock well, it off. here's your here's That's your AFC right now. You have yeah, the Titans. Uh, for your division winners, Titans, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. You have the Ravens and the Bills. After that, you kind of have this cluster of Cincinnati, Steelers, Chargers, Patriots, Browns, Broncos, Chiefs, Colts. Those are all in the same. Depending on what happens with the Chiefs, they're actually tied right now, last I checked, with about three minutes left versus the Giants. They lose their three and five. Uh, I don't think the Broncos, like here's, do you think the Colts are better than the Broncos? Yes, Yes. I would say so. Do you think they're better than the Browns right now? With, with injuries right now, yes. who knows what's going to go I on with the Browns? I think that's a 50-50. It's 50-50. I do because they're having to rely on Baker Mayfield. Are they better than the Patriots? Not... The Colts? Yeah. Well, I don't know because I thought the Chargers were better than the Patriots. And the <laughs> yeah. Patriots won. Basically, all this to say, there's a two-game spread between them and the Bengals. And the only teams worse than them in the AFC right now is the Jets, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Dolphins. Current, so, just so everybody knows, there's a lot of wiggle room here. Chiefs so. are up by three with a minute. Left yep. to go. I'm gonna pull up the game and watch this last little bit. Yeah, Bucker just uh, kicked a field goal. Kickoff just went out. Touchback. Uh, pull this game up so we can watch the rest of this. Yeah, Daniel Jones has got a minute seven to lead him down the field uh, to either but tie or win here. It's probably the first time that I can really remember that the AFC has been like more interesting to me than like the NFC because right now you have like your your big dogs in the NFC still as per usual. But then as soon as you get past like Rams, Cardinals, Packers. Or yeah. As soon as you three. get past those again, we're in that field. It was like, is Tampa. it the Falcons? Is it the Seahawks? Is it the 49ers? And you have all these teams that are kind of down there where the AFC is like so packed in to everybody. I mean, the bank the, the, and we needed to get to this one, but the Bengals lost to the flipping Jets this so week. I, I uh, also <laughs> backup quarterbacks still speaking, doing the speaking of the Bengals. Did we did you guys address last week? The apology we might need to make for Jamar. Oh Chase. no, we apologized. Okay, we yeah. straight up apologized. Yep. So to be fair, um, all I said is that he might need LASIK if he can't see a ball. Yeah. No, and but Matt, what I Matt said and was, I, he, was a, he was a in dumpster the, fire. In the in the true. first, dude had four true. drops, first, no catches. In the first, true. Yeah. And then he was like, "JK, but like, <laughs> JK, I'm a top five right no, now." No, what's fantasy. important this week though is there's some. Dude named Mike White, who apparently plays football for the Jets, four hundred and five yards passing, three touchdowns on thirty-seven of forty-five passing. What the crud was? Two picks. That? I didn't watch the game, but apparently they weren't that bad of picks. No, were no, they, he did they? have two picks, but I mean, dude, first uh, first start in your no, NFL career with that output. Nobody's saying um, anything. No, guys, I'm just gonna put this in perspective. The ball around. I'm gonna put this in perspective. Man. Zach Wilson has four touchdowns on the year. <laughs> quarterback controversy in, by, well, in New in, York? It, no, there is. So here's the thing. Robert Sala, when asked when Wilson, if Wilson's healthy or when he comes back fully healthy, um, will there be a competition at quarterback? And he literally said, uh, when Zach's good and he's 100, 
you know, we'll get them into practice and we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, left it wide. Just so everybody knows, there's 35 there. seconds left, fourth and 15. <laughs> so it's coming down. Sounds about Daniel right. Jones about to go four and out. Uh, that or he's going to run for 80 yards and trip at the 20. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen too. Yeah, you don't. You, we are. And I mean, and the Chiefs defense is that yards. bad, so it could very well happen. It very well could let's happen. Let's see. So let's just let's All right, just, let's we're, we're going to watch this one real quick before we move into some more Final stuff. Play. All right, we're in shotgun. I would love for the Giants to win this game. That'd be Ingram's so in the closest spot. Take snap. Pass rush is getting him. He's got him. He's got him. Fumble. Is that a fumble? He fumbled. Oh, they fumbled it, and then what they, are you? <laughs> and then a, a, a giant lineman picked it up, ran it four yards. And then that would be Frank and then Clark. Slid. Frank Clark. Frank Clark got the sack. Yep. Yeah, which I know Chiefs fans were millions of dollars. I was about to say Chiefs fans were really upset because Frank Clark seemed to be robbing the there Chiefs. There you go. All right, so but there we go. Game the over. Chiefs take the, the Chiefs win. Squeak out a win versus the uh, dominant New York football well, Giants. Okay, but let's be fair here. Look at the Giants. Uh, Look at the Giants on the year. Giants okay. are horrible. They're they're exceeding my expectations, they, which wasn't very they high, just but. They're going to lose by three to the Chiefs. They just beat the Panthers by 22 last week. Panthers the, aren't great, though. They have ta- they took two what I would call bad losses on the year. Uh, the Rams owned them 38-11. The Cowboys got them 44-20. They beat the Saints. That's their other win. Outside. Yeah, that was a weird game. They lost by three to the Falcons, uh, who uh, who won a few games on the year. They lost by one to the Washington football team. Guys. And they, the they lost by lost, Broncos in the opener. If the Chiefs had lost, the Giants and Chiefs would have had the same record at three and five. Yeah. How weird would that have been? I would have loved for that to happen. Just, I'm, just for that. I mean, they've little story there. They've got a three. They've got two three point losses, a one point loss. Okay, you swing it the other way. I mean, oh man, the Chiefs have a gauntlet. They're showing it right now. Packers, Cowboys, uh, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers. Okay, let's go back. Their, 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 their opponent winning percentage is uh, six hundred eighty six, which is the highest in the NFL. Yeah. So, so back that up. Say the first one. Um, I already lost it. It was just showing up as a okay, little blurb. Okay, okay, So but they, you're, no, I, I got th- it right here. Hold on, sorry. But yeah, their next nine games, their opponents have the highest win percentage. So they're playing the seven and one Packers at home next week. Then they travel to the five and two Raiders. Uh, then they play at home against the six and one Cowboys. Then they play at home again against the four and four Broncos. Again, have to play. The Raiders at home. Do they got three home games in a row? Are you kidding me? Um, and then uh, they got at the Chargers, at home against the Steelers, at the Bengals, and then finish off with division rival Broncos. That is a cruddy stretch for the rest of the year. Especially um, with them starting out three and five. Or four. Wait, what are they now? They are now four and four. Four and four. The Chiefs. Yeah. 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 They are now four yeah. and four. It's not how so, you want to start that. Going it, into the no, yeah. it, no. It, it, that's a messy schedule, man. As long as you can squeak into that wild card spot, oh, yeah, you have Patrick Mahomes. It's like once you're yeah. in the tournament, anything can happen. Sure, we see yeah. it all the time. Totally but. fair. The here, here's the one I hate. I don't like this. I, I think the NFL needs to look at this crud. Um, and it happened with the Rams already, too. You've got um, you have two division games in four days. Yeah, that's that's trash. We talked about that. That was, I mean, that's horrible scheduling. I don't like it for anybody. Like, obviously, I I would not want to play the Seahawks in Seattle four days after playing Arizona. But like, it's absolutely stupid. Absolutely dumb. I I don't. I hate that scheduling. Yeah, that's right. Because the 
Seahawks played the Niners. You played the the, the Rams played the Cardinals, and then and then we flip flopped, but and then we played on a short week, and it's just like yeah, there's so much hanging in the balance it, when you talk about playoff implications. I, absolutely. It, obviously, in our division, it's different because we our division generally is good, but um, anytime you have those tiebreakers and you're playing a game like that, that means so much, especially that early into the season too. Right. Like it's different when you're kind of in your stride. You've played eight weeks of football. Everybody kind of knows who they are. Yeah. What was it? Week five. Something the like that. Seahawks Rams game. I think it was like yeah. five. Something like so, that. Yeah. I, I just hate it's those just games. Bad. It's, it's bad scheduling. They, but what that does do. Okay. Let's, let's, let's take those game by game. Very, very fa- uh, fast here. They're going to lose to the Packers at home. Might lose to the Cowboys. I hate that I, I just said that. I hate that I just said that. <laughs> I really wish I the repeat Cowboys that for the third time. I hate night. that I just said that. Why are the, the Cowboys good? The, uh, the Raiders. I think they're going to get that game. I I I don't think I th- the Raiders think are as good split. as that record. I think they'll um, split with the Raiders. I think remember the Raiders have division. gotten a couple lucky wins early on in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're going to host the Cowboys. Kate, okay, and then they're playing. Uh, they're ho- they're hosting the Broncos. They're going to beat the Broncos. I think yeah. they're going to beat the Raiders. I think they're going to split those. Or they're going to lose those games against the Cowboys and the Packers. That takes them to six and six. Okay. Um, you look down the record here for the Chiefs. Or down down the way for the Chiefs, so play and the they've Chargers got again. they've got the Chargers, they've got the Steelers, they've got the Bengals, they've got the Broncos. They're going to beat the Broncos, I think, both times. So let's back it up. Yep. Um, the Bengals are a good team. The Bengals are a good team. That's a fifty fifty matchup. Uh, they do get the Steelers at home. Steelers suck on the road. Um, and still think so the Steelers take, overall still are not a good team anyway. No, no, they're even, not. even though they got some good. They got to win out of Seattle. They got to win. They're gonna. Uh, wait, who who they just beat? That the uh, Browns they just beat the Browns. They beat yeah. the Browns. They beat the Browns. Game of the week. Another. Yeah, I'm glad we're not talking about games this week because ugh, that's so gross. The I, that Chargers a fifty fifty. So they got two fifty fifty games, and what I think are two uh, wins there on the back end of that schedule. They could genuinely they they could be five hundred for the rest of the year, pretty much. Uh, they could be nine and seven. Nine know, and eight. Five, nine nine and eight. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. They could be they Still could be nine and eight. Math. I think getting to ten and seven is going to be the goal. I don't I don't think there's a better record here than ten and seven. I think that Packers game's a loss. Yep, straight up loss. That's that is your prime the, wait, time Sunday afternoon game this week. By the way, is that wait is it's it Packers at uh, Chiefs? Packers at Chiefs. So if they yeah, win that Packers. game, if they win that game, good for the Chiefs. I don't see it happening, uh, especially if the COVID list uh, has emptied for the Packers. Yeah. Uh, Packers will be coming off ten days o rest. Well, they should. And Devonta they, Adams will be coming off a few weeks. Well, worth if of a they're break. if they're vaccinated, they can come back earlier. It's not like a. It's not. Yeah, which which a yeah. great majority of the NFL is at yeah. this point. And uh, uh, we've so talked about it. ad nauseum how bad the Chiefs defense is. Uh, you don't need to give Aaron Rodgers any extra time to beat that defense. I don't believe so. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like I could play against that defense. That's how if bad. you don't get to nine and seven as the Chiefs, you don't have a shot at the playoffs. I don't think. No, no. That, uh, and that even if you get got... nine and seven, it just kind of depends on what happens everywhere else and who you did beat. Yeah, yeah. Like, do the Titans just fall off now? Even though we think they still have winnable games, do the Titans just fall off? Right. They could. Who knows? You know. Right. Well, um, quick thing to touch on. We'll we'll take a break from the NFL for just a moment. Um, I I'll just basically state this, okay? Uh, go Braves! Let's go! Everybody Braves. hates the Astros. Let's go! Braves. I was super hopeful last night 
Braves jump out to an early lead. I was even watching it. Um, you were? I was. Good for you. I had it up on the laptop on the side watching some Converted. football. Converted. Look at him. Converted right now. Well, and then I mean, as soon as I opened it up, they were losing. <laughs> and you were like, oh, I'm not allowed to watch this. Um, You're but, the reason. No, the the uh, the Braves are up 3-2 right now. Uh, they've got their they, they've got their key starters. What is up um, with these weird times? The game starts at 5.09 p.m. Uh, that is a pretty typical thing for I, I know baseball. It's, it's 07, it's it's just so, 09. It's just so weird. Uh, and it, it, it has everything to do with the fact that they're, uh, the pregame shows for MLB, if you guys have never seen this, are uh, really bad. They're so awful. Pregame for MLB is bad. Um, it's, we've just so already you know, seen 162 no one, no one games watches plus them. all the playoffs. Nobody. I went to and, Mariners game in July. No one. I we didn't. Care. Yeah. I went and like looked at all the shops and like Nobody got food. And I didn't care about who was singing the national anthem and who. No, but what they do whatever. is they 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 book the programming portion to start right at the top of the hour. And in the World Series, a lot of times you see like the secondary thing, like um, they'll sing "America the Beautiful" or whatever, yeah. um, as well as the national anthem. And you do your first pitch and the announcement of the rosters and all that. So that takes nine minutes. Uh, in the regular season, you get Just two minutes less if you don't, don't sing America okay. the Beautiful or do a second song. By I'll Harris watch an extra commercial on purpose. Yes. Uh, my, just for my OCD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 510, not 509. That's funny. But the, um, no, we're, we're excited because I, I, I used to, the Braves are my National League team. They 100% are. I've been rooting for them since I was a you. kid. Uh, yeah, I, you I didn't, grew you didn't up, listen to last week's episode. Huh? Yeah, you didn't, I didn't listen not. to that. No, I did not. I, I, not I talked about how I was a big Braves fan. We talked. I talked about some of my favorite players from the the early '90s teams and and the grading <laughs> greatest pitching staff of all time and all that. Um, but uh, I I loved love seeing them be successful. Still love that the franchise does well. Um, when they do, and uh, so I'm pumped for them to get this W. Hopefully, one of the next two games, get it done and do baseball right. Um, because the Astros don't deserve jack squat, and I hope that team gets blowed up. It usually does once Dusty Baker leaves, by the way. Every time that, that guy leaves a team, they suck afterwards. <laughs> um, Ducky, Dusty's like 73 years old, something that like, that? like that. He's old. I mean, and, uh, I, I, like he's done so much. Like I'm just like, what, what more do you need to do, bro? Nothing. Nothing. He saw an, an opportunity to go to the World Series and was like, Sure. Okay, how much are you gonna pay me? <laughs> um, I mean, that dude will basically take a year-to-year contract. He he's totally fine with it. Uh, it seems anyway. But Dusty is one of the most even-keeled, best baseball mind types out oh, yeah. there. And uh, um, I just wish that you know managers didn't have to wear uniforms. Can I just make that side comment about watching a seventy-three-year-old dude trot across the field in baseball pants? <laughs> it's I just don't get Can it. Can we just stop? You know, just, like I'm just saying, Phil Jackson didn't have to wear a jersey when he was coaching the Bulls and the Lakers. You know what well, I mean? That would be like, kind of fun. Can we just be though. done? <laughs> like no other sport do you wear the uniform? Yeah. Even yeah. in basketball now, they don't have to wear like suits or anything. They can kind of just wear like yeah. business casual. It's yeah, business casual. Well, not, yep. I mean, just you watch like them now; in. they're they're wearing like sweats and like a little zip up. They, it's kind of, it's, there's depends on what they want they, but. but i'm i'm just i'm totally like i don't know i'm over it all right so that's my random comment for the week but i'm super over uh managers wearing the gear can we i'm not saying they need to be wearing uh dress pants okay i don't we don't need to go well, there i think they should they should wear the gear like let me like look like at nfl coaches they were like the visor and like yeah. like wear the team gear but not like the yeah not like the cleats and the yeah, and the, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, can you just imagine 
if if I'm just gonna throw this one out there, if Andy Reid had to wear the uniform, <laughs> like Lord, I would love to see him in football pads. Oh just my wear gosh. the football pads and the helmet, dude. That would look. Sean amazing. McVay might actually like that. He'd, Sean Shanahan would be excited. He, He'd he want a quarterback runs, number two. Yeah, he already runs up and down the sideline like he's in the game. So yeah. it's like. Oh, yeah. You get those young so, guys all jacked up. They might just <laughs> themselves in. That's probably why, actually. Shanahan would try and sneak on the field and take a few snaps. I'm dead serious. Uh, Pete Carroll would, too, and then he'd break into a million pieces. <laughs> hey. Just become just dust. Sh- you guys would say Thanos. Yeah. Look at Thanos. Yeah. Just, just shatter. Oh, my gosh. So uh, as we're Go moving Braves. along, um, the uh, that went final, right? That 2017 earlier? Yep. I didn't double check. Yes, but, it went final. Okay. Did you guys, speaking of kneel downs, because that just happened in that game, uh, did you guys happen to see the play where the college quarterback this week uh, fake took a knee and then took off? No. I want to say I didn't. So I'll pull it up so we can watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Go to, uh, it was a fake knee. I'm trying to remember. Uh, college. If you find it first, man, let's look at it real quick. So the situation is the game is definitely over. I mean, it was like a hundred percent over. And uh, I think these are, uh, these are division one teams with a small school It's Bowling Green. All right. So it's Bowling yep, Green. Got it right you got it. All right. Go ahead and watch the video and I'll describe to everybody what happens here. But the score is, what is that right? There's 40, 49 to 44. Bowling Green's got it. So here, let me rewind it now. Since we dude, uh, uh, but this guy, uh, Matt McDonald, fakes like he's going to go down kinda, for a he, knee. He kind of shuffled in the back a little bit. Shuffles in the backfield. And it's it's a designed thing, what they did. Because you watch the running back there. And he basically edges out and makes sure no yeah. defenders get near the quarterback and creates space for this quarterback to take off. He runs for 47 yards and scores a touchdown when all he had to do was take a knee. That might be the I'm, most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. I also I think saying. it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Why do you open yourself up to a fumble? Like lit up or something. I'm, well, I'm just saying, what what uh, oh, uh, what betting ring had him on the hook? Okay, because seriously, what was this, what's the point spread on this game? Who's betting on like Division II football anyway? I mean, well, to be <laughs> fair. Guys. Uh, yeah. That's about it. Some 45-year-old no, guys don't I'm, really I'm genuinely here. curious. So this is a five-point spread. Can you look up what the, what the spread of this game was, Grant? Just hit spread for Bowling Green Buffalo. Yeah, I mean... Might need to okay, so we'll check that. But I, I had to believe that that's the only reason you do this. It makes no sense. Yeah, unless it's like the only thing that I could ever see, and this doesn't even fit the scenario, is like those times where it's like, all right, it's like last game of the season. You're the senior. We're not playing any bowl games. Let's do something yeah. stupid. Some Rudy moment. Yeah, <laughs> but like, this doesn't make any sense. Betting information. There you go. Okay. So the over under was 51 and a half. The spread was 13 and a half and the favorite was Buffalo. So if they're supposed to win by 13 and a half, that put them in there by 10. That doesn't, it still doesn't yeah. get you there. So it just doesn't make so sense. So either way, it wasn't going to affect it overall. But I, yeah, that made me curious when I saw that, if it, if it had anything to do with betting. Cause so for those of you that might not think through the logistics of this, you're like, who cares? They won by 10. What's the big deal? Um, the chance of you fumbling the ball on a kneel down is literally like 0.001. The chance of a fumble happening on a quarterback taking off down the field 
even if it's all by himself like that is actually something more in the range of like 0.01 okay or 0.02 something like that you were taking a much more significant risk running down the field with the ball of a defender being able to pick it up because you were an idiot and just dropped it. I mean, we've seen stupid stuff like this happen. How many times we watched receivers or running backs in particular drop a football when running into the end zone, create a fumble. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson is the king of that. We're shipping him uh, out anyways. We don't need. I, was to say, yeah, I, was I remember. I remember just being distraught in a duck game one year against oh, Utah. Yes, I think it was. Oh my gosh! That and was the like Utah player just breaks away, and he's just like, just kidding. Drops a little egg right there yeah. at the line. Like Ducks come and grab it, run it all the way back is the that other like way. Fourteen or fifteen? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere that is. There. That was. Uh, what did they say? It was. It was 192 yards in one play were run by the two yeah. teams on that. Um, There's just so much more room for error. Absolutely. And not to mention, like you already said, it's one of the most disrespectful things. (laughs) Which I mean, they they were already in surrender mode. If there's beef, you take off. Then maybe I can see like the the petty angle is the only thing that I can see knowing the line. At the end of that game, you or at the end of that play, you just see the quarterback, um, you know, this guy just stand he you know, uh, throws a ball on the ground. Losing Chest his mind all, all oh yeah, look at us winning. Teammates. And these defenders are just sitting there like, what the crud did he do that for? Like they're literally yeah. like questioning everything. And I, I've seen a lot of things happen in football. I have no idea why in the world someone didn't come murder him in the end zone. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying of all the times to hit a guy, that's got to be up there on the list. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm in, I'm in the camp a lot of times of like, you know, like there's, there's a lot of people, you know, in the NFL who are like, or who like criticize players for like, you know, like, so like these like taunting calls, you know, that we've talked about before these new roles, like I'm all for players, like, you know, like celebrating. I'm all for it. I love the team celebrations. It's fun. I think it's an important part of the game in terms of the camaraderie that it builds and things like that. I'm um, for like players to like, you know, get excited, do, you know, do that kind of stuff. Cause it's their sport is their thing. They're there. We're they're not there. They're, they are there to entertain us, but they're not like our zoo animals. Like they should be able to express themselves in that way. But that's just stupid. Yeah, that's a hundred percent stupid. There's no redeeming. There's no redeemable aspect to that at all. It's a pretty classless move for sure. But just take out the classlessness. It makes no sense. You have the game in hand. Take a knee. It's over. It's done. And you won. It's there's literally almost zero risk to that play. Yeah, almost zero. The, usually, if there's an issue with it, it's in the snap from the center to the quarterback. That's the only issue you're going to have. Quarterbacks don't just get the ball in their hands and go, wee, and throw it up in the air and start dancing around. So, like, it was done. All you had to do was take that knee. I, it makes no sense that you do it. But he did. Um, you want to go watch that play for yourself? We just searched on YouTube real quick. Uh, Bowling Green quarterback fake kneel. Uh, you can grab that there. Another one you should look up this uh, this week, and this is actually taking us back into a little bit of NFL real quick. I do want to touch on the Okay, NBA I even looked for one potential Jimmy thing. Is the downage, but it was first and ten. Yeah, I yeah, think no, they, if, had just, yeah. they had just taken the uh, yeah because because like because Buffalo the, it was the opposing team had a timeout. And if it was like a fourth down, you maybe yeah. do some kind of trickery there. But you, also, yep. if you do that, you don't go, you don't run all the way to the end zone. Right, you just try to get the first down. Yeah, there's so, literally no redeeming. No, yep. Another uh, uh, <laughs> another week in uh, NFL officiating. Another horrible non-call. Uh, I want to uh, apologize to a kicker named Chris Boswell, who took a shot to the head during a fake field goal uh, attempt yep. by the uh, Steelers this weekend. Um, 
he's trying to, it's a busted, basically it ends up being a busted play kind of scenario. Um, the, uh, the, the defense played very well. The Browns did. Um, and Boswell is, is trying to take advantage, uh, of, you know, that nobody does fake field goals in the NFL. And they had a nice play drawn up. Everybody's covered. He goes to take a shot, throws the ball and literally takes a shot to the head. And there is no call on this whatsoever. Player I'm, safety. <laughs> I oh garbage. I mean, just I, I watch Twitter. Uh, Twitter's posts start coming in. I watch Instagram just flood. Uh, Facebook comments everywhere after this hit. Um, and uh, this morning I'm catching up. Uh, one of the shows I listen to on the daily is uh, Pat McAfee, and uh, Pat McAfee is the greatest kicker and punter apologist in the history <laughs> yes, of sir. all commentators. Um, and. He called out the NFL on his show today. Uh, took a uh, had a Twitter pick and then uh, just went after him and uh, apologized to Boswell himself. He's like, "This is just brutal, cuz." And uh, and you can see it is a it's a crown of a helmet to him. I mean, it's a straight up targeting yeah. call. In college, just would have called in. He would have got ejected a second immediately. Um, this was if nothing a personal foul. Um, it was. It was absolute. It was do a roughing the passer. Do you guys, do you guys was, think a fine could be coming then? Oh, a, a fine could be coming. I hope that it's coming in, to an official. <laughs> the, well, the uh, other thing that's annoying too is on the flip side of that. Um, I don't know if you caught the the call in that Jets Bengals game on third down. Bengals tackle. I don't remember who the runner was uh, for the Jets at the time, but he's as low as you can be as a defender. Goes down to tackle. Jets guy lowers down into him initiating the contact with the head and they call a helmet to helmet on the defense first yeah. down. That's where the jets are able to kind of yeah, seal the game from the ground down. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're not going to call it on a punter or a kicker getting just flagrantly hit in the face, no. but you're going to call this guy who's getting literally as low as he possibly can as a defender. And then he's getting lowered into, and now it's his fault. It's just more of the officiating this season. The as we've kind of talked about week after week, just being horrible garbage. And, 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 and I would say this, this is something I genuinely believe um, about NFL officiating or football officiating in general, because we, we get really frustrated, whether it's college or NFL with no calls um, and then just sometimes tic-tac calls that you see. Here's the thing. Football has the most rules of any sport out there. Yep. And that's absolutely true. You go look at the NFL rule book or, uh, in, in, or college football rule book as compared to any other sport. And it has by far the most rules. It is a pain in the butt because there's so uh, much to watch. There's so much that's happening. But it also and, has 22 people on the field, yep. and it's not like soccer where you're just using your legs, other than two players. You know, um, legs and, and head. Yep. I know. Um, but you you're involving every aspect of your body. Um, you are you are submitting yourself to horrible, gruesome pain, <laughs> and, and there are car crashes that happen on every single play across the field in terms of the significant impact. So you, you got to have these rules for player safety and I'm not against that in any way, shape or form. But what would be very helpful is if a majority of this game was evaluated and judged by sky cameras, by cameras, period all over the place so that we would get accurate and fair calls. You want to stop holding use, use those cameras. Mm -hmm. If you it, because holding happens on every single play by both the offense on the de and the defense, and as we've described on this podcast, but then it before, comes back to the same thing though. It comes back to the subjectivity of which ones are they going to allow 
And, well, and which and, ones are not? And if you create a real standard, if you create a real standard by allowing those intricate looks at plays, I think that changes the course of but, this game. But then wouldn't wouldn't you feel like they'd have to call every single one? Because then that slows the game down tremendously. No, and that's what I'm saying is if 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 they find the middle, okay, and they say very clearly, we're going to call this, we're not going to call this. We're going to call a hook around the neck. You Tug know, of the jersey. Yeah, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to call this, which I'm, I'm lightly pulling on Grant's okay, jersey. Yeah. We're not going to call this, but we're going to call this. And, and the again, move, you know, which is he, the grabbing and the harder. movements of... <laughs> Yeah, for those well, of you that play by play, I'm for those of you that are listening, which is 100 what you see get, what you see happen all the time is it's, there's a quick grab that say uh, a cornerback puts on a wide receiver doesn't interfere with their ability to lift their arm and go after a ball, but because they tugged on the jersey period while the ball is approaching the receiver, then they call it. We know that that doesn't do anything. You know, all of us have played football. We've had those pads on. We've had jerseys on. We understand that didn't stop me, or the ball was either uncatchable. Um, or I just wasn't close enough to it to make a play, but because I raised my hand and he tugged my jersey, they're going to call it because it looks kind of ish, maybe like. Yeah. But you can see it in a camera perspective, and you know that it wasn't going to be called. And Mike Pereira said that many times, the uh, NFL on Fox uh, officiant um, that uh, helps diagnose plays for uh, the commoner such as us yeah. uh, at home. He... He says this all the time. He goes, it looks completely different on the field sometimes than it does to the person. And so they call tic-tac stuff and then they miss other things that are just egregious like this Boswell non call. I mean, dude, it's it's brutal if you haven't seen Grant. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. And they were out of kicker for the rest of the game. Yes, they're out of kicker and their punter tried to go in and dear Lord, um, that was bad. <laughs> and that was a slog of a game too. So that's pretty unique. Yeah, 20-ish yard field goal that he couldn't make. And no, no hate on that dude. Like, it's people, not his job. No, I and I again, Pat McAfee talking about this. He's like, look, he goes, this is he's like, they're two completely different leg swings. He goes, think baseball and golf. Yeah. You know, I thought it was a brilliant analogy when he said that he, he's like, you know, baseball and golf are. Yes, we're swinging, but it's two completely different ways in, in baseball. You have this more lateral swing, whereas golf, you're going down and through a ball. And, uh, you know, if in baseball, if you do a golf swing, uh, you get made fun of and yelled at by your coaches and teammates. Um, and in and in golf, if you swing uh, like a a baseball player, you will miss the ball. I'm so, watching the play right now. Yeah, watching that. Yeah. Watch that moment of impact. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty stinking obvious first time through. Yeah. And to kind of piggyback on you real quick, Matt, uh, kind of talking about how we have the access to all these different camera angles and everything. Uh, one thing I have liked is they've kind of changed. Um, the ability to review things on the fly. I don't know if you've caught some of those where they can just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of phone in. They have that officiating crew. It's like right under the wherever. chin. They just like chin shots them. Yeah. yeah that, they have that officiating crew kind of off to the side where they mm-hmm. can just really quickly like determine did that ball hit the ground or did this happen? Whatever. Um, obviously to do it on every play is asking a bit much. That was a lot of yeah. what people would worry about when they started calling flags. Uh, but if it or, was a team. Yes. Um, and we, there were, I didn't really think so, but there were a lot of people that were really concerned with the challenging pass interferences. And now people are going to be challenging pass interferences all day. And it's like, at the end of the day, um, Almost none of those get overturned. They don't get overturned. And now you don't see anybody yeah. throw a flag on it. So if they were to ever implement right. something like that, I still think it would be the same thing where we're going to say, Oh, well now everything's a holding. They're going to call it all the time. There's still that area where they're going to look at that and be like, no. But I also don't want to slow down football any more than it already is. 
because we have TV timeouts every however many minutes. Yeah, it's always interesting when you go to games just how much slower it actually is. And and like you're just standing around for like two minutes. Yeah. Because the TV has to take a break and you're just like. But we just want some consistency. That's all. That's all we're asking for. That's all we're asking. And um, and honestly, hope Boswell clears uh, concussion protocol. He's all right. But that was a that was a jaw shot, man. That was brutal. Yeah. Right Uh, on the chin. Switching uh, uh, switching over to uh, NBA action. We're early on, but we're we're now into the third week already of the NBA season. It's the beginning of the third week. Um, and I, I was doing a little breeze through uh, the standings already today. Um, not a lot of huge shockers on teams coming out of the gate doing well. Uh, the shock, the Chicago Bulls had revamped their roster. I really like um, that team. Brought in Vukovic, yeah. uh, you know the Rosen, and yeah, you gotta, you gotta like that. Uh, that Russo, the uh, goat, Lonzo, rather, right? Um, and uh, and they are six and one ahead of the East right now. DeRozan, uh, by the way, today dropped thirty seven. Uh, and beat the uh, Celtics one twenty eight one fourteen. Uh, I was taking a quick look at that box because anytime there's 130 points scored, uh, there's going to be a few guys that had a decent uh, game. Of course, uh, uh, Levine is uh, is was their guy already. Uh, they added literally an entirely new uh, four uh, four man rotation uh, there into the starting lineup. Uh, my bad. Uh, rotation is the wrong word. <laughs> four new guys in the starting lineup. There we go. Baseball on the mind still. Uh, yeah, dude. It's a thing. Um, you know, Jeff Green uh, starting in forward spot, uh, DeRozan at the three, Vuk at the at center, um, Ball starting at point guard. Uh, Ball's playing great right now. His best fo- uh, football. <laughs> best, his best. Be- I guess I haven't transitioned to basketball. Yeah, I, I think his best. His best basketball. Yeah, he he, uh, he shot four of six uh, from three point range today. Uh, that was all of his points. Ended up with twelve, uh, but uh, six rebounds on the day, four assists for him. Um, I've been watching his turnover numbers, looking pretty good from yeah. a point bar. He's guard basically a twelve six and five guy right now. Yeah, which is and all he needs to, be. and he's a good defender. The, that team is definitely all he needs to be, especially in days that uh, DeRozan is going to drop thirty seven. Yeah, uh, thirty DeRozan today with thirty seven and seven, uh, pretty solid outing for him. Uh, Zach even uh, chipping in uh, heavy with the assist. Did you see the Did you see the Vuk stat line today? Eleven ten nine. He only scored 11 points, uh, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. I, one of the best passing big men in the game. Uh, that dude is my was my numero uno desired target in the, in our fantasy draft. Ended up being my second pick because I took Lillard with my first. That one's uh, not but playing, I am not playing so well right all. now. What's yeah. that? said so that Lillard pick's not playing so well right now, unfortunately. We'll, we'll get to it uh, here in a moment, actually, because I'll, I'll uh, do a little do a little, uh, look in at our, our fantasy. fantasy overall. We'll do basketball and football. Um, but the Bulls sitting at the top. Um, not a big surprise. Miami Heat, uh, right there with them at five. Dude, I really like this team. The Heat are like, built for the long term. They, like, dude, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam. Oh my gosh, I love Bam. He's one of my favorites. Uh, Bam right is he's awesome, killing it, and he's only like twenty two years old or something stupid like also that. Also, one of the shortest, centers which just in makes the league, me feel way. really insignificant. Me at twenty one years old, and there's like a. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, it really makes like <laughs> also that man's gonna make so much money. Kind of a a sleeper guy on that team. Just oh no, he's twenty four. He's not much of a numbers yeah. guy, but uh, PJ Tucker on the Heat as well. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, we oh, talked I about do. that I being totally a major acquisition. That. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good defensive player for them. He does not need to score at all. Uh, quite literally, no, he'll all. just shut down everybody. 
<laughs> he had a really good video. I don't know if you guys saw it circling that came out like last week where he was talking about um, the finals last year or the playoffs last year specifically at this point uh, where he was guarding KD and he's like, I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep coming. KD's going to score 50, but I'm going to keep coming. You guys just do what you're going to do. I'm going to be on this guy. I'm going to be coming every single play. And they didn't even bring him back in Milwaukee, which I thought was kind of I, interesting because yeah. he was a cornerstone of their defense yeah. there. But uh, he's Miami, the reason they got past the Nets. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, Giannis, really Giannis is pretty it. good at basketball, too. But. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, no, but I mean, I, th- I think the Heat are our top three seed in the in the East for me. I mean, like, we'll see. Philly is not really doing. I mean, they're five and two, but um, New York. I I said this. A couple Washington's weeks ago. five and one. I think Washington is five, five and one. two. Or, or, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Oh, yeah. They played today. Didn't yeah, there's games today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but basketball is better when New York basketball is good because yeah. the Knicks are <laughs> the, five and two. The Garden will literally like turn up for a four p.m. Sunday afternoon game, like it's the NBA Finals. And I just love it. Knicks actually just took their second loss tonight. Ended up losing by nine to Toronto uh, after uh, Toronto came out of the halftime and uh, won the third quarter 38 to 22 and then paced it out pretty good to the end of the game. The Wizards uh, lost to the Hawks. So Toronto. Lost today. Uh, how do you say that dude's name? Their forward. Uh, Anunoby. Is that how you say it? Ananobi. Ananobi. Okay. Yeah, that sounds I was getting, sounds I was getting right. tricky with it. OG Ananobi. Uh, he uh, he dropped thirty six tonight. He's good. Um, Van uh, Van Vliet did uh, what he does. Uh, Seventeen uh, nine rebounds, eight assists. Um, they they're kind of patchworking a lot of this together while they're waiting. Uh, yeah, Siakam's still not playing. Yeah, see, yes, I, I, I know. Thank you. <laughs> um, waiting for him to get back. I think he was uh, practicing with G League uh, through last week, and uh, they're hoping for the weekend. It sounds like this week. I was hoping for that this last weekend, but Man, no go. Um, but no, I you you look at, uh, at how they're getting points. Their starters are just loading the front end here in terms of points, but they're getting it done on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, in uh, in three out of the four quarters, they held New York to twenty five or less points. Uh, and anytime you can do that in the NBA, uh, you're probably going to end up with a W because um, the hundred point marker really is the deciding factor. Uh, teams win 90% of the time when they hold opponents under 100 points in mm-hmm. the NBA. That's the new standard. So uh, no, the, the Knicks are at four, uh, Wizards at five right now. The Sixers are winning games, beat our Blazers today, which we'll touch on in a moment. Uh, ah! five, the Sixers are now five and two. Who needs Ben Simmons? Forget that guy. Um, Raptors uh, are now five and three. Uh, Hornets, five and three. The Brooklyn Nets, if the if the season ended right now, would be in eighth place and taking on the Bulls in the first round. They are at four uh, and three. They'd be taking on somebody in the plan. Oh yeah, that go- no that. Okay, let's talk real. Playoffs. I, I love Trash. the plan. I, I love I, the plan. You guys can like it all you want. We'll talk about it some night. But I genuinely, why not tonight, not Matt? What? Why don't you talk we're, about we're tonight? I don't want to talk tonight. about it tonight. I don't want to talk about it tonight. I'm, I got a I got a uh, a length for this show uh, that I wanted to hit this week. <laughs> Um, we will have less. There's no way we could have more news topics to hit next week than we did tonight. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to move over to the Western Conference really quick. Uh, the Jazz starting out hot, five and one. Not surprised. Regular uh, season. They are team. holding opponents. They had the best record. Three. They had the best record last year. They, the Jazz did. And they, they lost uh, the first round. <laughs> yup. 
They have the no shade uh, to go bear. Third to best defense in the league right now. Uh, and yeah, uh, the playoff series with Rudy Gobert. They their only loss was uh, to Eastern Division. Uh, the Warriors are five and one right now. They're playing uh, some great basketball. I love watching. I mean, Bro, Steph is so I, good. At I don't basketball. like the Warriors because of the dynasty. You know, I think that's cliche for me to say. You kind of like hate whoever's hot right now. Yeah. But like watching how the basketball moves in Golden State is like nothing else. Dude. I just I love it. It's and such he, good and basketball. Curry just so good. He's so good yeah. at basketball. You know who's not good at basketball is the team the Warriors beat the other night, the Thunder. They're going to be they beat the Lakers. They beat the bad. Lakers without LeBron. Oh my god! Yeah, well, oh, I, that's Captain stat, Russ. Stat of the week. Stat of the oh, week. You got that one coming. Okay, give it. Give it to me in just a moment. Okay, We're gonna, I'll come back. Um, they 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 beat down on the Thunder. I was looking through this Thunder roster because I think if you're if you're like me, you look at uh, and and you're into fantasy basketball. You watch rosters of bad teams, and you're looking for guys that are getting points and, and just numbers all uh, you know, but aren't necessarily. I'm looking known. at potential. Well, I don't know why I'm telling. I've you been watching this. Yeah, I've been. Don't tell me anything. I'm not about interested it. in whatever you're selling. I'm good. Right? Uh, no, I'm not selling anything. It's something that I'm going to go buy. Uh, no price. But no, I'm. I was watching this <laughs> roster, and you know, there's just there's literally one guy that you want, and then it's like everything else is just so random. They got two starters finishing games in single digits. Um, you know, there's nobody with 10 rebounds on the team, period. Uh, they are not starting a center uh, right now at all. They've got Favors, Muscala, and Roby on the roster, and they're giving them a total of 32 minutes between the three guys. They're playing these tiny rosters. It's like they just want to keep sucking, um, and they are... They're god awful. Um, they're god awful. Yes, but they have a lot of draft picks. They have a ton of draft picks. They're the the they're inverse the, of the Rams. Yeah, they're the opposite of the Rams. Uh, the Mavericks are in at also, the three I think, slot. I think they're the second youngest team. I think the Rockets are the youngest. Oh yeah, and then they, I think it's the Thunder are number two. Well, both of those teams suck. Um, <laughs> the, they could the fill Mavericks. in the two expansion teams with OKC's draft picks. Hmm. <laughs> Mavericks are at four and two. Lakers are at four and three. Um, and that's even after LeBron taking a little park on the bench this week. Yeah, and did my fantasy me. dirty. We'll get yeah. to that. Uh, me, uh, Grizzlies are four and three. Memphis doesn't look real good. I'm being honest. John they, Morant is different right John now. John Morant though. is very good. I am not sad that he is on my I think, team. I think this is his coming out. Well, he's had his coming out party, but this is like his. Hitting yeah. that next tier. This is where party. he's letting everybody know if he can stay healthy. Yeah, but the the other night, uh, we you know the other night when the Blazers were playing him, uh, John Morant didn't score in the first quarter. Blazers held him to zero points in a quarter's first quarter in the NBA yeah. that he had not scored at all. Um, and uh, he had a horrible shooting night against the Blazers. Yeah. Their defense was on tilt, yeah. and they, they kept dropped under hundred points. I mean, he's still still yeah. averaging twenty nine five and eight almost. Yeah, no, I so don't get me early. wrong. It's but early, that, but I, I would say though they just got beat again. Um, I hear the was it last night or tonight, and uh, and they're they're four and three right now. They're giving up 114 a game. Uh, that is good yeah, enough for uh, second to last in the NBA right now. Defense no go. Uh, the Nuggets are six at four and three. Uh, Timberwolves are seven at three and three, and the the Kings. 
are three and three. The Kings have played a couple of good games. Beat Harrison the Blazers Barnes in their MVP opener. starting off. What the in season? the world with oh that guy? Gosh. For yeah, real, you see that game winner he had the other night. That was crazy. Yeah. That it was against the Heat. I uh, was so on my on my birthday. He's averaging twenty three, ten and two right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, yeah, and he's he shooting is. the lights out. It's unreal. Uh, he he is he's just start off hot. He, he's got to be in a contract year. Harrison <laughs> Barnes looks like he takes full seasons off in the middle of a contract. So he was uh, the the late blooming splash bro from back when he was on the Warriors. Now yeah. he's finally hitting it. And genuinely, you, you know, you go and look at at their scores uh, game to game here. And uh, they're they're playing good basketball uh, overall. Uh, the Kings right now uh, they lost the other night uh, to Dallas by six. Uh, they beat New Orleans by four. Uh, had the game winner against Phoenix by three. Uh, lost to Golden State by twelve, but that was one of those pull away games at the end where they were fouling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a little closer than the score indicates. Same thing happened the night before against Utah, but they hung tough that whole game, and then. Um, they had uh, a win against the Blazers. It started the season off with a win against the Blazers, uh, win against uh, the Lakers uh, in preseason right before that. I mean, like they've had, they've just had some good wins already and they're playing tight. They're not getting blown out, which we're used yeah. to watching Sacramento get just massacred. Buddy so, Heald's been shooting really well. Yep. Um, I like, uh, obviously, Blazer fans, we know Harkless. I kind of like his defensive presence. He's long, he's athletic. Aaron Fox is still one of the fastest people on the court. I still really like uh, Halliburton, even though he's not necessarily playing uh, at a level like he was last season. Um, they they have a weird t- they have Tristan Thompson too, which I keep forgetting, just like deep in their bench. Yep, yep. So they're I don't think they're going to end up really being anything. They could be a, a potential play in team, maybe fighting in on like that nine ten. I think they could play but, spoiler. Um, maybe maybe you, boot out a team in that well, play. What I thought was interesting is they've good. moved enough guys around right now um, that uh, um, Bagley's not starting. Bagley, yeah, I, I had a lot of people talking about Bagley as a bust, but he doesn't get opportunity, which is really weird. I, I think I drafted him really late last year, and I played him for, and he played pretty well. But yeah, he's but, uh, he's only twenty two. Um, I don't. I mean, if he's a bust, he's an eleven point three million dollar this year bust. Yeah, he just doesn't get the play time. Which yeah. I mean, who knows what Luke Walton's doing over there? So yeah, I, it's it's interesting the way that they're utilizing that roster right now. Um, but uh, you know, they like Holmes. Uh, Holmes is their starting center. Uh, dude's balling out though. Uh, Holmes is uh, he's got sixteen point three points a game, ten and a half rebounds a game. Uh, and he's averaging a block and a half a game uh, as that's a, well. That's a sneaky fantasy grab if you don't have yep. a center depth. Yeah, absolutely. That's good um, and, and But they're playing small roster because they're playing, they've got three uh, point guards are playing quick into games. Uh, I, of course, Fox is starting, but then they're playing Halliburton and uh, Davion Mitchell. Uh, Halliburton right now is averaging 11.8. Uh, almost four rebounds, six assists a game. He's second in the, on the team in assists um, and is playing four minutes less than uh, De'Aaron Fox is. Davion, uh, Davion Mitchell's on-ball defense is insane. The uh, Bagley right now is down to 10 minutes a game. I don't know what the deal... I don't know if there's something they just don't like or... Because I feel like you just never get to watch him play. Like yeah. how, You can't tell if a guy's a bust yeah. or not if he's not playing. I mean, just just but to give they perspective, know maybe Maurice Harkless, who everybody always just assumes every year is he's he's not playing basketball anymore. 
um, is right now averaging 22 minutes uh, per game with this team uh, and, uh, you know, isn't doing much more in terms of points per game at all. Uh, Bagley's only averaging a bucket a game mm-hmm. uh, so far with his 10 minutes per, and then Harkless is averaging two buckets a game. Um, but uh, yeah, you look up and down this roster, and it's just an interesting mix. They're they're electing to go with Holmes, Lynn, and Thompson as their true big men. They don't really play with a power forward, so they're playing like these four and ones, basically. Yep. Is the style of offense, so it's it's kicking around the perimeter, uh, all uh, the Warriors type of play. Uh, they are a great three point shooting team. Uh, with Barnes, Barnes can really play the three or the four. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, you know, Barnes is sitting there. Uh, at 23 uh, points a game, uh, you got Buddy that's knocking down 17 a game. Fox, of course, is knocking down 18. Those are your big three-point shooters. And then they're launching uh, with other guys. So just really interesting. I don't know why. I wasn't going to stop on the Kings tonight. But, um, but you did. But I did, and, and I thought it was just really interesting how they're winning games and staying close in these games. This is a team that could honestly make the playoffs. Yeah. The way they're playing basketball right now, you expect and nobody them to would have be, said that about the Kings coming in. You expect them to be in that Houston, OKC, New Orleans. You guys bunch. want to know who's in the getting almost no play time? Mm. My buddy from the Raptors, Chris Boucher. Boucher? Mm. So you pronounce that? Was, Chris Boucher. No, you got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it's Boucher. Boucher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he got me five points tonight. Eek. He's That's averaging good, sixteen points. It's probably good That's that good. you drafted him before me. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting no play time. So, yeah, I do remember Jameson being a little disappointed on yeah. that one. That I didn't get him. That was the thing you didn't get him. Hey, yeah. do you want to trade? Nah, no, uh, I'm good. You had a stat that you wanted to punch earlier, and I oh didn't yeah, so this, this is the the Lakers uh, losing to OKC stat. <laughs> this is just egregious. Okay. Oh let me, yeah, let me I bet I know what up. this is. The Lakers were 230 and 0, up 25, just period, until the that OKC game. As a oh franchise, two hundred and thirty yeah. and zero, up twenty five points. Hey. Jameson gets stat of the week once again. The, Holy the, cow! The the goat Russell Westbrook had a quadruple double. <laughs> I, I call it <laughs> yeah, and ten turnovers. Ten turnovers. So right that was there. a triple Russell. A triple Russell. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was so incredible. That Man. was wow. Oh my gosh! That, that was brutal. That's a drop, kids. Right there. That's a drop. The that, Lakers, they, they should have been absolutely embarrassed. Absolutely, they should be embarrassed by what happened, especially for that team. Yeah, well, to the, do that to them. Um, I know, I know, I'm not doing well so far in uh, in fantasy basketball. Let's touch on that. We'll talk you, about our fantasy football uh, roundup this week before uh, we get to uh, some pick'em stuff in just a moment. And close out, but uh, basketball this week. Uh, I I lost a second time. And I lost by like 50 points. And that is because LeBron James decided to take half the week off. Yeah, that and got me. hose me. And then also, um, we had uh, Middleton is apparently injured, uh, sat out on Sunday. I started the game or started the day with five games, and I was projected to finish within five points. I ended the game only getting two games out of those five players because three guys sat, and I lost by 50. I was absolutely oh, and and, and if you don't know the the fantasy basketball world uh, over the course of the week, uh, this was that's a, not a big mar- the fifty no, points is not a big margin. I think this was a fourteen twenty to like thirteen seventy type loss, so uh, not a big margin at all, uh, and that was a little brutal for me. I was I was very sad about that one. 
Uh, but I'm now 0-2, but I I am getting all my guys off the injury list that I drafted intentionally. I knew we're coming off small injuries, so uh, I'm projected to win this week, and it's looking pretty solid. But yeah. how are you guys doing so far? You're projected to win this week? Um, I was initially. Nerd, nerd your face? Yeah. Or am I playing you this week? Yeah. Okay. Unless you just haven't changed your lineups yet. No, I have not changed my lineups. Okay. Either. I was going to say, because no. I'm projected to have like 600 more points than you. Oh, yeah. Well, so. I don't have anybody playing. I am... I am I am two and zero. I scored almost two hundred points tonight, so I'm feeling pretty awesome about that. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I as I, uh, I, I, I used the term earlier today. I molly I have molly whopped the last two. Uh, this players. is my this is my favorite term I've ever heard him use. Molly whopped. We're walking. We're, we're me <laughs> and our boss. Yeah, uh, and uh, Grant. We're we're walking out the doors uh, and back towards our office today, and. As we're walking out, he says, "Man, I just got molly whopped." And Dan no, no, and I, I were, said, I, I'm, I said, I was saying that that I molly whopped. Oh them. yeah, you're right. No, my bad. You molly whopped whoever. And Dan and I were so taken back. We were like, first of all, never heard this term before in our lives. I don't even think that's real. I, I think he's just making it up. I don't know, but I'm gonna look he's, it up. He's I don't like, know somebody I, told me this at some point. I'm like, okay, what great uncle did you like hanging around that said weird crud sometimes? And then also, we sat there and we said it a few times, like out loud, and we we're like. Kind of like this one, <laughs> Molly Wapped sounds. I don't Good know. One. It's got a little, a nice little bit of inflection to it. Yeah, um, I, love, I, I use it to when I'm at when I absolutely just destroy someone. You know, or something. I, I know you're a big feminist, Grant. You know, what? Molly okay. Wapped. It's it's very okay. it, you know, um, <laughs> it's female empowerment oriented. Uh, sure. You know. Okay. It's just to beat someone up, to slap someone hard, to uh, quiet, to shut up, or I'll Molly Wap you. Is like using it's a re- is it, what it, what do you see? Is I, it I don't know. I don't want to find this in Webster. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> what's the what's there's your no, source? There's no urban, option. Urban there's no dictionary. option for weapon. What was your <laughs> source? Um, I don't Google? know, but I'm not gonna look at the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm not gonna do. That's what I'm not gonna do. But a Webster definition did not come up, so I don't know if this okay. is real. Well, or not regardless. Slain they're getting molly It's yeah. Either way, I currently am. What was your molly whopping score? Um, I I beat them by like six hundred points. Dang, that is a drop. And and I and I beat the that was last week. The first week was by like four hundred. I'm currently at top of the league right now because I scored the most points. What, too. Uh, how'd you do this week? Are you one and one? Uh, Your main ones. So I have three football leagues and I have three basketball leagues. That he is a problem. I have four bas four football, one basketball. I have five leagues in total. I have three football, one basketball. Um. This is another really good fantasy week for okay. me. So last week I only lost one game, and it was a football league. Mm. This week I only lost one in a basketball league because of LeBron James, basically yeah. not giving me like his fifty to sixty uh. points a night kind of deal. Um, but other than that, another slobber knocker in the uh, in my fourteen man. Uh, Who are these people? Slobber Molly slobber knockers. Hey, that, that comes from a football coach, Mo- right? Molly slobber knock. It's when you knock <laughs> the snot out of somebody. Oh my gosh! Um, but another just grit and Nor grind. Like, hang out with these two sixty-five like year old men. One hundred and three to seventy-eight in a fantasy league win for my fourth win in a row. That kind of stuff <laughs> feels real good. Uh, by the way, I just want to mention this because I'm looking at one of my fantasy basketball teams uh picked up cole anthony the other day yeah uh tonight he had 63 points in fantasy 31 nine boards eight assists two steals a block and i think it said like six threes yeah so 
So pretty pretty nutty. He's uh, eighth overall right now in ESPN uh, at his position. So, and he's only rostered in about 58% of leagues. So just saying, but I picked up Schroeder today. Yeah. It might've been yesterday. Yeah. The Celtics are trash right now. They're trash, but he's averaging 31 points. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm in, I I will say this seemed to be uh, one of those weeks uh, for uh, fantasy football in particular, where I was pretty low scoring all the way around the NFL. I uh, had its lowest scoring week of the year outside of last week because he had the eight teams on by. Yep. Uh, oh, wow. Overall, this was the lowest scoring week of the year. And uh, you had you had the like the 15 to 13 game. This one tonight was only 2017. Uh, you go and you look at uh, uh, the NFL scores of the week. It, it was a low scoring yeah. week. Uh, and I mean, overall. I showed you guys, but I went up against somebody in that 14 man league that had that Cardinals lineup. So it was like. Yeah. Kyler and DeAndre and Christian Kirk and their defense. And so I was <laughs> like, almost nothing. Yeah. So well, like by the end of that night, they had like 28 points and that was like half their roster. Basically. And, buddy, and they had Gronk who didn't play. Or our who buddy played, sometimes a uh, listener to the show, uh, Caleb this week in her church league, I was out uh, doing uh, uh, Halloween stuff with his family yesterday. And uh, he had, he had a bad, uh, bad week. Velvet Thunder. Um, oh, yeah, I beat him the week. He anytime you score under eighty in fantasy football is bad. And he had a comeback, uh, comeback night uh, with uh, with Travis Kelsey because he got him whopping two point seven points. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys that elects to not pick up a kicker when his kickers just on by. He just on takes by. it. And I don't blame him for not dropping his kicker because he has Tucker. Um, yeah, you don't drop Tucker. Yeah. But uh, I, I question a few of his decisions this week. We were talking about it, and he goes, I said, uh, so so what happened? I, oh, he has, has Tyreek Hill. So he did get 21.4 out of him tonight. Yeah, Tyreek had a good um, I, I was like, dude, explain to me, why are you starting Myers uh, from New England over Lockett? Jacoby Myers? Yeah. yeah. I was like, buddy, I, I was like, he goes, well, the, he, Myers was technically projected for 0.06 more than him. And we talked about just volume and, and it'll have a little bit of that conversation. I, but I remember looking at his roster. Now that I'm saying this out loud, I just realized, I think I had this entire conversation with him in my head because he was chasing his kid around somebody's yard. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, man, I'm all over the place today, but I genuinely, I, I was looking at that last night. I'm like, why did he do this? Um, and I, as I looked at our matchups in our league too, uh, if he would have started him, uh, he would have started him. There was on a, one other small move that he should have made. Uh, he would have won, or well, at least put himself right there. Our boss, though, uh, is actually the one that beat him. Uh, it took him down, uh, which Dan's Dandy team uh, definitely needed a W. Uh, Dan's Dandy team was the highest scoring team in our league this week with 123 points. That's how bad it was. Yeah, I had 114 uh, to get points out there. And I was like, I thought I was going to lose. I am yeah. rocking the worst record in our oh, church league. You guys. What? Uh, Evan did it. What did he do? He took down Cody. Oh, he did yeah. it. Evan yeah. got him today. I was. I just saw that come up here as I was looking through. What was yeah, Matt? You, oh, Williams you, last night. Or Williams tonight was uh, his, his running back. Not really? He needed to get more than 10 out of him. And he got 14. And that, there's your W right there. Mm. Good for him. Matt, you beat me in our church league. Um, I did not start 
Well, for one, Tampa Bay defense got me zero points. Yeah, that wasn't fun. So that was not fun. And then um, I didn't start Robert Woods. Um, Two touchdown performance out of my boy. Yep. I, I, started, I started Khalil Herbert I'm instead. sorry. Did you not see that Robert Woods was playing the Texans? I... I almost Khalil. put Van Jefferson in as a flex. And yeah, he had I, I, put in, I put in I put in I put in Khalil Herbert, who got me seven point eight points mm. instead. Yeah, that 49ers defense got twelve tackles for loss on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So that one was brutal. And Cortland Sutton gave me five points. Yeah. So Dude, that one that I might one get sucks. hosed Can, in C League though. I have Kyler Murray, but then I also had uh Derrick Henry on that team. Man, can I just give it to uh, give a quick up and shout out to Evan, uh, who won that game. He had Derek. He's got Derrick Henry on his team. He also has Russell Wilson and Clyde. Mm. He's got three hard IRs um, right now. I mean, I oh, know yeah. Clyde's going to come James back Robinson at some point. Who got, who got injured halfway through the game? Yeah, he got me four. Left me That's with four right. points. That's right. So well, he he had been money too. Um, I mean, he'd been hitting close to that 20 marker and or hitting the 20 marker often. But uh, I will say Cody left Thielen and uh, Aaron Rodgers on the bench. I would have definitely started Aaron Rodgers oh, over yeah. Kyler Murray this week <laughs> for sure. And um, I all he had to do is look and because uh, he has Ridley and he started Ridley over Thielen. Ooh, so that was a quick we sub. We didn't mention that game. Um, Ridley, hopefully he's doing all right. Yeah, it so sounds like he's taking a mental health break. Men- mental health break. Um, yeah, and he hopefully. was out. That was the second week in a row, right? Uh, Th- yeah, this was like the first out. week where he like kind of officially talked about what yeah. it was. Wait, you Bad saw stuff. some stuff from Lane Johnson this last week about uh, about that and kind of opened up more of what's been going on with him uh, as well. And he's been taking some time off for that. You know, um, uh, Lenore has been out for the 49ers. Uh, he is a healthy personal reason to scratch mm-hmm. um, and uh, definitely been a, a, some questions or at least a little bit of speculation that he might be in the same boat as well. Um, and I think, you know, it was really interesting today in a non-sports related thing. Um, my, I, I won't state the person's name at all, but my wife has a, a coworker uh, who today, after 20 years on the job, just abruptly quit. And it's mm. this post-COVID blues. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's people just uh, struggling with a lot of anxiety as they're going back to work. And it makes no mistake. There's a lot of people that didn't play football last year. We didn't go to work. Yeah. Chose not to. Opted um, out. Because of their, their, their personal feelings about COVID or they were just taking some time to be with their family and utilizing the, the fact that everybody was home because of COVID um, to do that. And, and no hate on anybody that made those choices. Uh, but you're just seeing a lot of people struggling with that stuff. And, and our heart goes out to anybody that's struggling with that uh, right now. And, and uh, we, we encourage anybody, you know, you don't need to uh, take the weight of the world on your shoulders and feel like you can't talk about it. Uh, if you're struggling with that stuff, we definitely recommend just reaching out, um, find somebody to talk to. Uh, those are friends of ours that, that may be on the other end of this line. Uh, we know, uh, we hope you know that uh, we're always there for that. I'm uh, glad to have the conversation, no. but yeah, it was interesting to see all that uh, take place over the course of this last week with several players yeah. and people struggling with to, it. And it's just a game. So like at the yeah, end of the day, yeah, like dude, me, people were kind of busting his chops for like, Oh, I drafted you in fantasy. And then like this thing comes out. It's like, you guys need to like, all, well, I'm like, I, I, th- out, I even think, yeah. I even think of like, you know, I, I think it's good that athletes are, are doing, I mean, obviously I hope I would wish that they don't have to, right. Cause obviously they're dealing with stuff, but to me, they they're all they're people they're not there for our entertainment or for our fantasy sure. teams yeah. or for us to 
um, like Google at them and get their autographs and things like that. Like they're people. And I feel like it's good for them to speak out. It's good for them to step out and to say these things, take a step back because it's not everything. And they're not our entertainment. They're, they're people. And I feel that's a lot of times that, that that's the kind of the angle that that we have. I'm like, well, we paid hundreds of dollars for you to come to you, watch you play. And then you're, you're taking this mental health break and blah, blah, blah. I just think it's, it's way too, it's way more important. I I even think of that. I know that I I had, I had interesting conversations with the whole Gabby Douglas thing when she stepped away as well. I'm just like, to me, I'm out of the mindset of like, there are way more important things than this. And yeah, to me, it's a good thing because it shows that it is a huge issue that needs to be addressed. Players are under way more scrutiny these days too, with social media and all those expectations and basically being watched like 24 seven. So sure. And I, 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 you know, I will also, I, on the, on the contrary point, you know, defend, uh, defend organizations and their investment into people and, uh, and to say, look, I, I totally get that. I, you know, and I, and I do think there is a level of expectation that they're, they're entitled to have. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if they want to work that into their contracts, they can, um, you know, I have no problem though when a player just says, Hey, this is in my contract that I, this is a relevant health issue, uh, that I'm getting, uh, treatment for, you know, and, uh, and, you know, players have that in there. Sorry, uh, yeah. organization. But on the other hand, uh, organizations have every right to protect their investment in them too. I mean, we all understand that there are a lot of athletes are paid obscene amounts of money. Uh, we we're just talking about oh, Marvin Bagley, sure. who's collecting eleven million dollars this year at twenty-two years old uh, to sit at the end of the bench and score a bucket a game. Um, yeah. So if you know if Marvin Bagley at any point in time. Um, wants to go ahead and take a break and lose a few bucks because of it. I mean, dude. Well, look at Ben Simmons. You're all good. Yeah. You know. I mean, sure. There's there's called his bluff, and now he's talking about how he's got some like, and obviously you don't want to like say that somebody is just faking mental health stuff, but it's like there, it's it's a fine line, and you would hope that people don't abuse that. Yeah. Work out faults. Yeah. Exactly. Um. You know, just all of a sudden couldn't shoot the basketball, or did he get a whole bunch of money and just want to hang out with people? Uh, and say, you know, basketball kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, So you never want to, you never (laughs) want to like jump to that conclusion because it's a legitimate thing. You just hope that people don't abuse it, which is where it gets tough when you're towing that line of humanity and business. And, and yeah. And like you were watching that when you brought up the Gabby Douglas thing too, man, like when, when I saw that, I, I think I see both sides where I'm like, okay, you're healthy enough to have no problem being in front of a camera. No problem to talk about it. No problem. Um, going out there and being with your team, even going through the routines and doing all that. And I'm watching her. I'm like, what is the difference between doing everything that you're and still doing everything that you were doing and just not doing the one thing when people are in the room and the music's on, you know, or the lights are down. And I, and, and I did struggle a little bit with that, just watching her, but I also understand these athletes are young and there, there is a part of them. Um, and I'm, and don't get me wrong. I get it when, when, uh, when the lights go on, the switch flips and it's and different. Can you still do it? I, st- I totally get that. But from a, a physical and mental standpoint, you saw her reacting outwardly in a certain way. And it's very confusing to all of us. And we don't understand all the inc- 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 yeah. intricacies of that. There you got it. Um, yeah. But I saw that I did see the perspective of like, Hey, what's really going on there? You yeah. know, because it, it, as somebody who is also uh, at different points in their time, uh, struggled with uh, depression um and and certainly uh self-image um you know looking back over the course of my life when i was going through those mental struggles i don't want to be around people i don't want to talk about it that's for Mm -hmm. dang sure 
and um, and good on anybody that can actually say something publicly. Like, I respect that. But at the same time, I was like, I withdrew. I stepped back. I did all the stuff that um, I needed to do to be healthy. And yes, I was still around some people, but I definitely wasn't stepping out public as much. And I and I kept myself um, pulled back. And and those issues may be different, but uh, it was hard for all of us to watch, and it is hard for us to watch some of those things and understand what people are going to. But issues of the mind are issues of the mind, and yeah. I get that. And I will say, um, you know, some people obviously everybody's a little bit different there. <laughs> I will applaud some of those people just for um, even if it's uncomfortable for them stepping up and at least bringing awareness to those sort of things. Sure. Because so, yeah. it is easy for just people to just shut off and be like, whatever. And, but, and, and let's not forget that Gabby uh, Douglas lost a ton of money right after that. So there was, there was oh, repercussions yeah. to that. She did not get endorsements she would have gotten had she taken uh, certain places, uh, you know, mm. uh, within the context of the Olympics and, uh, and helped her team, uh, you know, helped her team and herself get more medals. So she, she forfeited funds, and that's absolutely true. Um, as we're wrapping up today, I did uh, did want to hit uh, some pick 'em. I know we're not uh, caught up yet on where we're at with everything. Yeah, um, I'll get but, that next week. Yeah, we'll get you the update next week as we uh, slide into uh, week. What is this going to be? Nine of the NFL season. This week ten of of college football. Oh man, it's crazy. Well, we're going to go into uh, week ten of uh, college football first and do some quick games. Grab some pick 'em here. Um, I, I I got. I'm looking at some college ones. Yeah, so I've got I've got the schedule open, and there's really not a ton of big ones. We do have a few kind of in the mid range. There's one I'm really eyeballing. Uh, yeah, me me as well. I'm sure it's probably uh, the same one. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do um a pick 'em on Auburn yep. and Texas A and M. That's uh, number twelve Auburn visiting uh, number thirteen Texas A and M in a prime time game Saturday afternoon. Um. I will say that both these teams have been playing pretty well. Um, I I just I really like where Auburn's at. Um, I know it's hard to win games on the road in college football, but uh, I really do really do like where they're at. I'm going to take Auburn uh, with a W here uh, for mine. I'm taking the home team. I'll go Texas A and M on that guy. I agree. I am going to when it's this close for me. Take the home team. There you go. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a local game, um, because Oregon is on the road this week and Oregon is very good at home. Uh, they are now 20 and one under Mario Cristobal at home. Um, but they are not as good on the road and they are playing a rival game against the Huskies at 430 Saturday afternoon. No. I don't even think Huskies fans like themselves. Yeah, not really. Are they just there? Because <laughs> they, like they don't like themselves. Are that's they why they're Husky fans. The, the, the Supersonics aren't in Washington anymore. Yes, that's why they go to those camps. Yeah. Um, I I do think that the Ducks are far and away still right now. Um, class of the Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, take the Ducks. And so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Ducks. Yep. But uh, the line six and a half. Ducks have been winning close games other than this last one against Colorado. Uh, oh man, I don't know if I. Yeah, I'll, I'll still I'll, give the points. I'll, I'll I'll take us by seven. I, the Ducks are going to win. I don't take them to cover. Okay, I I respect that. That's fair. I was I was on the fence, so I, I respect that. Don't like a lot of re- what's going on in the top twenty-five. Other than that, looks like you have some beat-down games. 
Uh, the only other one possibly worth considering here is, um, oh, I just went past it. My bad. Uh, I, you know, maybe let's go ahead. We've done a few of their games, but this is a, uh, there's two teams with a five and three record. Uh, let, let's take a shot at Penn State, Maryland. It's at Maryland. Uh, again, both teams five and three, and this will be a Saturday afternoon game. What Penn happened State coming to my off. Boys? What <sighs> happened to my Well, we boys. talked about nine overtimes a lot yeah, last you met, week. You well, missed yeah. some weeks of the podcast. That. Here we are, another at five and three. <sighs> Stupid Penn That's why. And it's they were I supposed the, to rebound. I missed. You weren't here the for the Boys, they yeah. let me down. They, they lost two games in a row because of you, but they were supposed to help us all out and beat Ohio State and little turds and Don't didn't get it done. It's uh, not good for my mental health. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I will say now, though, you're by the end of the year, the narrative for the Ducks with that win over Ohio State will look a lot better. Even though we yeah. know at the time they weren't Yeah, but really the problem great. is if Ohio State wins out, Ohio State looks better than the Ducks. Yeah, so we'll see. So there's a, there's a problem there because we need Ohio State to lose. I don't know if they're playing Michigan Especially State, when you guys lose to the Beavers yeah. in a few weeks. That's going to be tough. Not happening. That's cute. That's really cute. If there was a I, year that it would happen, I, I mean, I like it's it more recently. But yeah, I will, it I will like say, two years ago, dude. Nah, I, I will say, I, I do like, I do like this game at home uh, for the Ducks. Again, Mario Cristobal is very good at home. So uh, the Ducks' biggest, uh, biggest point differences are going to be home games. Again, I understand that's how a lot of college football yeah. works, but uh, yeah, Ducks got Beavers at home, so we'll, we'll pick that one when we get there. I think we all know where we're going with that. <laughs> Um, I think I, I even know where I'm going with <laughs> Penn State, Maryland. Um, man, I, I think Penn State's going to rebound. I don't see him losing three games in a row. I'll take Penn State. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to be different, but yeah. I think it's Penn State. We got do, we have, do we have to I ask still Grant? Got, I still got to go with my boys, okay? Penn State. Penn All right. State. All right, we're Penn taking the sweep there. In. Let's, uh, let's go over and... And uh, if anybody's wondering, we are going to incorporate some NBA games at yeah. some point. We'll do it's some marquee hard to matchups. Track NBA stuff right now with like peak NFL season, yeah, and yeah. we're approaching like college football playoff. No, stuff, we'll we'll so. hit um it, when it's like the last thing that's standing because we're we're gonna do we're gonna do college uh bowl game pick 'em. I want to do that when we get yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, and then we're gonna have some weeks where we we need a few extra games uh, here while we're in the NFL season. So. We'll throw in some marquee. We'll, we might do the Christmas games, that kind of stuff. As What's we the next it. Uh, World Series? Uh, tomorrow. Game? I'm assuming we're all going to say Braves are closing it out tomorrow. I Yes, because I'm hoping to God that that is true. They're going to be at home. Exactly. So, yeah, Braves will take it at home. So, let's a free pick them. Let's go. Um, but uh, this week in the NFL, uh, we've got lots of good matchups to go at. First one we're going to hit is the Browns at the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. I don't really care where it's at. I, I don't think the they're, Browns can score points right now. So Bakers I'm going to suspect. I'm going to take the Bengals. They're both. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. We're all going Bengals. Bengals. Okay. I thought that might be a little divisive. It all right. Wasn't. Well, we've already kind of said this I'm one way already. off on the Browns right now, by the way. I was super high on them at the beginning. I'm sure maybe next <laughs> week we'll talk about our midseason stuff like we were kind of planning to do this week. But yeah. What game do you got? Packers Chiefs. Packers Chiefs at the Chiefs. Uh, the line is oh Kansas City minus three. That's interesting. Mm. I know it's a home game, but dang. Um, I wonder if that line has changed in the last hour. Maybe with yeah, they I don't, don't know. Do, these aren't necessarily that, that, live updates. Well, that's not that's not a very decisive win or anything. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Packers. Sorry. 
I know that's not a big fun pick, but uh, I, I there's a gut feeling that it might be Chiefs just because they're home. Okay, okay. <laughs> Look at you being different. Yeah, no shocker. No, but I just think that maybe they'll try and figure some stuff out, and they know this is desperate win territory. You I'm beat, thinking Chiefs. You beat me to it, Grant. Oh, he's going for it. Even though I, earlier yes. in this podcast, the I talked about got sucked in. Even uh. though I talked about how there's no way you're going to give uh, Aaron Rodgers a couple extra days to prepare for mm-hmm. one of the worst defenses in football, I feel like if you lose this game and you're yeah. the Chiefs, kind of hosed. You That's have fair. to play almost perfect football the rest of the um, way out. You guys are so. getting molly whopped. Okay. That's what's I, happening. I hope so, You're but I also kind of need the Packers to lose, and they've been on a really hot streak. So maybe they catch an off day for the Packers. I just think I just think the them being at home is what makes this difference in this game. Okay. This. That to me, that's what it is. Uh-huh. So yeah. All right. Well, there's another game I really want to do. Um is the toilet bowl. Uh-oh. Texans are playing at the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, I... Texans, baby! I'm going to take the Dolphins. Did we even talk about how Mark Ingram's no longer on the Texans? Not that he was like no. a deal breaker for no, them. No, we weren't, we weren't really going to... We weren't really... It's Because that used to be a big thing. Like, Mark Ingram's name mattered. And I'm not like Ma- trying to be I, super insulting. He's a culture guy. He's for a lot he's of fine. He's you, fine. You, you wouldn't complain to have him on your team, in your roster, like in your locker room. No, I I just like the culture that he brings. Being back with the Saints, him and Camaro are super close. So yeah, that's cool. Side note, but yeah, nah, I'm going Dolphins. Okay, I think Tua isn't great, but he's been playing a little bit better. But I am not gonna watch that game at all. <laughs> it's I, not I do you uh, do you guys got anything else that you really like there? Because I mean, we could touch the Jets Colts, but I think we'd all pick the Colts. Yeah, I Colts this, got a ten okay. and a half on that. I line, think this charge, the I Sunday think, night pick them of Rams Titans would have been really interesting before with Derek Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry. yeah. I think we'd all be picking the Rams there. So not a lot that I like. I, okay, this Chargers Eagles one is interesting to me because the Eagles mollywopped <laughs> the Lions. The well, Lions. Here's the thing: the the Chargers have either the worst or second worst rushing defense in football. And how did the Eagles score all of their points this week? They had four yeah, rushing touchdowns. You're not wrong. And I mean, I get it. Like, like Hertz right now is playing out of his mind uh, for the most part. I know this week wasn't necessarily uh, his best uh, overall, but, you know, so he's got the, about 2,000 yards the, already. The, the Chargers have a three point or three point favorites. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is the Chargers have teetered off a little bit. I still fully expect the Chargers to end up being a playoff team. Yeah, I do too. I, I think everything is just interesting because of last week since they lost to the Patriots. Here you go. I, I know this is one more game, but can we just, because you would just assume that Philly just sucks at offense. You just say this. Um, Herbert's got 1,994 passing yards. Hertz has got 1,819. Uh, Eckler has 420 uh, rushing yards, leads the Chargers with five touchdowns. Hertz has 432 and five touchdowns. Oh my gosh. Just just throwing that out there. I mean, Hertz has been pretty stinking solid on the fantasy numbers. Mm-hmm. He's had a few blow up games. Um, that week but, one, he was off the charts. He had yeah. over 30, I think, in the week one. But D- Devonta Smith is leading with uh, in receiving yards 421. He's only got one touchdown. Yeah. And that was week um, one. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mike Williams, on the other hand, 517 was six. 
He said the last like two three games has been. Yeah, I know. I traded. I traded for him, but Leonard Fournette hasn't had really big weeks, and I've still won. So I'm just kind of hanging on for the uh, resurgence there. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some some all right games Ooh. this coming week. Sante Samuel Jr. questionable. Oh, coming back. Interesting. Let's uh, see. We didn't even really mention. Um, just kind of while we're wrapping up on the last NFL bit here, we didn't even really mention that Kyler kind of got tweaked up uh, his ankle a little bit at the end of that game. Yep. Um, we'll kind of see what they have coming up. I I don't know what their schedule is looking like. So I saw something that he might actually be out for. They said like one to two weeks. I heard, uh, I saw one to three ankle sprain. Depends Ooh. if it's a high or low Who's ankle his sprain. Backup. Colt McCoy, I believe. Oh dang. I, I believe the t- that's the gunslinger is back. <laughs> I mean, you, you saw what uh, DeAndre Hopkins thanked like all like twenty two quarterbacks or whatever he had on on, on his way to whatever receiving mark he had. Yeah, ten thousand yards or something like that. I think he can do something with Colt McCoy. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Jay, okay. <laughs> so so fine. Jay Glazer reported that Murray Murray could be out one to three weeks with the sprain. So it's likely that he's out this week. I mean. That's what well, I'm okay, hold on. Let's but, open but, but, the phones but, back up there but, real fast before we finish up. But Kingsbury said we'll see where it is tomorrow and does, then and then into Wednesday and go from but there. Does that does that Cardinals at 49ers matchup then become a pick'em? I no Murray. I will root for the 49ers. Okay, so let's let's do this. Let's do this. We're gonna call the game, but we're gonna call it without Kyler in there. So if he plays, we'll discount it. Oh, okay. Because then I honestly think this this might be dumb because I don't like the 49ers and I don't think they're that great, at least right now. I still think the 49ers could beat them anyways with Kyler. It's, it's a only two and game. a half point line. Well, See, I mean, last time they played him was 17 to 10. Lance got stuffed at the line when he should have thrown yeah, the ball what, or jumped in the about. air. Here's and, where I struggle. And we didn't have a kicker for, this for the entire game. Oh, by the way, do we even say J.J. Watt out? No, oh destroyed God, his shoulder. No. We had so much going on. We'll just labrum, mention that here. All the things. JJ Watt. <laughs> RIP career. And next week, next week, I do want to have a, a a discussion on JJ Watt. We're gonna we'll uh, remember his career fondly, and then we need to genuinely have the discussion on whether or not JJ Watt deserves a gold jacket. Is yeah, if he's a Hall of Famer. And I know that people are gonna say, "What the crud are you talking about?" We've got some stats that we would like to present uh, as evidence of the idea or possibility that he is not. We're not going to worry about the one specific thing that Jameson would like to mention because I want to talk about I, it. I'm next not going to say anything. I think we'll probably just disagree but, on that. Um, but. but I think I think there's some stuff that you can mention here uh, that really does call some that into question, at least from a statistics See, he, standpoint. See, here's where so. I struggle with this game because it's like, obviously, I don't want the Cardinals to win. Because then that puts them a step higher. But I know we're not going to reach them. And so do I want the Niners to just go lower and we're lower? We're playing a Game of Thrones and... right now in yeah. the yeah. NFC. You, uh, for sure. I um, probably want the Cardinals to I, win to just send the, to try and get third place. You got to keep, division. you have to keep pace with the Niners. I have to keep pace with the Cardinals. <laughs> so I it's think like this triangle the, still. I think at home, no Kyler. Uh, this is a very winnable game for the 49ers whose offense is playing very well and whose uh, rush defense has been fantastic. So if you force Colt McCoy to throw the ball, um, I think that's good things for the 49ers. Uh, so no Kyler. I will, I'll take the 49ers uh, at home. Well, especially since A.J. Green has retired from football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some say he's still running that route. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Some, some yeah. stay, he's still standing in that end yeah, zone. Yeah, he's still standing in that end zone. Looking up into the stands and wondering what's for dinner. It's that John Travolta meme where he's like standing, like from a Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah, like where he's standing like standing in the like, room looking around. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, Wick. Wick. Niners. All right, there you go. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners. And it's a, I, all right, we're all taking the Niners. That's what I want. Uh, that That's game if, only counts if Kyler is not playing. So yeah. uh, that, that I still, just to make it known. For the record, I still think you guys will win. That, that might be a hot take, but I still well, think you guys will win. I That's also what I confidence. want very deeply. I know, I know. But I appreciate that's, a lot of, that's a lot of wishful yeah. thinking from you, Jim. Well, I mean, hey, they have the like second overall yeah. defense right now. So. Is there, that defense is playing really well. Well, we're calling it a wrap for the night, a uh, wrap for the week. We know we didn't hit everything this week. We couldn't possibly, uh, but we're excited uh, to be back with you guys next week. Uh, we may see you again early, may bring on a guest uh, to come hang out with us. So uh, we're hopeful for that. Uh, trying to make that happen as much as we can uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, but as we get to say, at least for one more week, Cam Newton still Still doesn't doesn't have have a a job. job. Unemployed. All right. We'll see you guys next time.